PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Hollow. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauche here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauche, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. Welcome to Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boys, Tricky and Stoutsy. What's up, you fucking marks? What's up, what's up? I'm getting kind of sad not saying Corey's name every week now. Like, I know. I think we'll be back soon. Maybe uh, next week. It's getting kind of boring just talking to you again. I know. Especially since we're not in the same room. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a reason to like... It's just a reason to talk on the phone, even though we literally just like text and social media each other like all day every day <laughs> it's just like a never-ending like we have like five never-ending conversations we really do we really do <laughs> it's kind of hilarious yeah we keep up well with it but hey that's friendship baby yeah <laughs> yeah well anyway on today's show we get to talk about how shitty of uh, picks that we made for the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll discuss a little bit of the second round. And that's about it. We've got basically a Hockey Talks episode of Offended today. Yeah. So the, uh, I don't really have much going on elsewise to like really discuss. I mean, we have Thrones, but we do our own little Thrones uh, segment that everybody yeah. should check out. And, yeah. Uh, should check it out i guess so we'll try to do it every uh, have a new episode every tuesday because i kind of like doing it on that monday night 
Yeah, so do I. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm, I mean, you know, uh, Avengers is coming out, but I won't be able to see it for until I can sit through a movie for seven hours and... I was going to bring up uh, Avengers right before uh, we get into our hockey talks. So I was going to see just a little quick conversation. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, since it's the end, 22 movies later. It's fucking crazy it's about to time. think about. It's fucking crazy to think about. It's crazy that I watched like 20 of them in like two weeks <laughs> to catch up. <laughs> Have you seen Infinity War yet? No, because I'm supposed to watch it with Bowman, but I haven't just seen Just fucking Bowman. watch it now. Just text Bowman and be like, dude, I'm watching it. I have to watch it. I know. It I know. I need to watch that. And I think I need to watch, like, I think the, like the Ant-Man Wasp one. Well, I've, I've, which, actually, that's the one I haven't watched yet. Which isn't, like, I guess very, very important, but I still want to watch it. It's on Netflix. I know. So is Infinity War. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just fucking watch it. <laughs> I know. I know. Fuck Bowman. Yeah, fuck you, Bowman. It doesn't have <laughs> Logan in it. We need to just make a t-shirt and give it to Bowman and just says it doesn't have Logan in it. <laughs> He'd wear it. He would. He totally would. He'd wear it. With all that being said, let's get into the songs of the week. Let's get right into it. I'm down. All right. You want to go first since I've gone first the last, like, month? I guess. We gotta... Tell me fair. Tell me All right, I got it. My first song this week is by this guy, Little Dicky Earth. Nice. Did you watch that video? I did. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. It's kind of a catchy song, too. I like the beat. I like it's for a good cause. Yeah, it is. He's the man. And he's just, like, hanging out with Leo, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I love how Leo just pops up at the very end. Yeah. I guess he's, like, really been in, like, deep talks with Leo, which is kind of cool and doesn't surprise me because, like, Lil Dicky's just, like, a normal dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> like, he's just, like, a normal good dude who's just, like, very uh, creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good song. I liked it. I was going to say, uh, that website he tells you to go to at the end, isn't that Leonardo DiCaprio's website? Believe so. Yeah. Believe so. Some people did not like it at all. They were like, this is, like, terrible. I was like, well... It's for a good cause. It really... Yeah, like, it really wasn't supposed to be, like, this catchy, like, song you just, you know, bang on the radio all the time or something. Who, what was Little John in the, in the song? Oh, God. Uh, That's the best part. <laughs> the fuck? Because he's pissed about it. Yeah, damn it. What is he? I don't... Uh, the funny, funny part to me is how Kevin Hart is Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> Because for some reason he like just couldn't get Kanye or some shit. I don't know. Hey, I'm Kanye West. <laughs> hey, I'm Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually hilarious if you think about it, because everybody is playing a different type of animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's just Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, good song, good cause. Mm-hmm. Earth Day. Earth Day. I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to see what uh Trying to see what little John was just bugging me. Oh, you go have you go have your first song. Trying, all right, uh, my first song is uh, by a little band called Sixpence None the Richer. A little song called There She Goes. I think it's a I think it's a '90s song, but it might be even like a 2000. 
The not, you're not thinking of the one like I said a couple weeks ago, are you? There she goes. Oh shit! Yeah, but which band did you pick? I picked the LAs. I think there's two different versions. There is. I picked the. Uh, I picked the uh, Sixpence None the Richer. I mm-hmm. think they were the original. I think the LAs had their own version. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Well, is you it... know what? Let's let's give the listeners both versions. Yeah, let's. It's it's gonna be our new Nightmare Before Christmas argument. Which one's better, <laughs> dude? I don't know. Like I like them. I like them both. I think it just depends on like my mood. If I want to hear like it is the same the song, picks. isn't it? It's the exact same song. It's weird. It's so weird it's how the... like those two bands got them like popular, and they're like they're not that far apart from each other on like release date. No, it's a good song. I like it. I like both versions. Like both versions are like really good. Mm-hmm. So oh. that's right. You did pick that song. Little John's a clam. That's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm a motherfucking clam? <laughs> yeah, I'm a motherfucking clam. Oh, little John. There she goes. There she, she goes again. And it's a great song. It God. Song. There's so many songs I just want to play at the fucking bar. Right, we're like me and you are the only ones that just like <laughs> people. Are like, What's this song played? And we're just sitting there like, ah. <laughs> dude, I've been doing that at bombers just with wrestling music lately. It's been hilarious. Yeah, you sent me that snap the other day. You're like, they got all wrestling music. I was like, oh my god, you're having a field day, dude. The, uh, during the Blues game, uh, was it game? It was the Schwartz game when he scored that uh, uh, game the game winner. Yeah, yeah, game five. Uh, I played the Seth Rollins theme song, and a couple people in the bar yelled out, burn it down. I'm like, yes. Nice. Yes. Oh, yes, I got him. <laughs> but anyway, my second song this week is by Bare Hands. They have a new song out called Reptilians. Really good song. It's a little different from, like, previous stuff that they put out. I really like hmm. it. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, Roadhead, you know, windows down. Oh, sun, a little indie. Oh, vibe. yeah, a little Roadhead. Oh, hey, I have to make a correction on one of your songs from I think last week. The correction, the one with uh, Mark Hoppus and who you said was the guy from Yellow Card. Is it not? It's not the guy from Yellow Card. It's the guy from All Time Low. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I uh, I like looked it up to listen to it. Because I can't remember exactly what the song was, but I was like, Mark Hoppus and someone else new song. And I was like, well, that's not the guy from Yellow Card. Yeah, it's the guy from All Time Low, which I couldn't tell you who the fuck that is. He sounds like Yellow Card. He even looks yeah, like I was the gonna, guy from Yellow yeah, Card. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was like, I could see why you thought that. Oh, well, still a good I song. Know, I don't know. <laughs> a correction? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't text you right away like, you idiot. Uh, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't want to burst your bubble. That's all. Thanks. Man. It's a good song, though. I like the song. Thanks, man. You didn't want to burst my it... bubble, but I've been bust, bursting your bubble every week, sending you Snapchats of me out at a bar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We just act like that's, you're here. <laughs> that's what friends are for. Strange of Dude, that's just a good song, man. That is a good song. I like it. What's your what's your second song? Uh my second song. Uh it's by a little band called Dead Kennedys. 
Ooh. Little song, little song called "I Fought the Law." Ooh, good song, good fucking song. Yeah, I used to like really like the Dead Kennedys, like in like eighth grade for some weird reason, and I like I don't know. Oh, because I was watching uh, like History Channel, and they were talking about like Cambodia, and then the song "Holiday in Cambodia" came to my head, and I was like, "Oh, fucking Christ, Dead Kennedys!" <laughs> and uh, so I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" I forgot about the Dead Kennedys, so I was on like a Dead Kennedys kick for like a day the other day. So I haven't listened to them in a while. They're good. Yeah, they remind me of like. I feel like they were the Rage Against the Machine before Rage Against the Machine. Totally. You know? Them and the, the Clash, I feel like both were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Plus, the Dead Kennedys are in, like, every Tony Hawk or, like, skateboarding they are. video game. You know, for the longest time, I actually thought the Clash sang that song. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clash is mm-hmm. really good, too. Really good song. Good song. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, my third song this week comes from the uh, coming out, the Game of Thrones soundtrack coming out. It's with okay. The song is called "Power Is Power" by the Weekend, SZA, and Travis Scott. And that song is just a, it's a Game of Thrones rap song, basically. That's wild. Yeah. I saw it the other day, like last week or something, that they were coming out with the Game of Thrones song. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be in the like in an episode? Or is I doubt it... it. I doubt. I doubt it too. Jesus Christ. I got the hiccup, sorry. And uh people were like upset and I was like, they're not gonna put it in an episode. If they put it in an episode it's gonna be like during the credits or something. Like Yeah, it's... like they wouldn't put it in the middle of an episode. like that would just make no sense. Yeah. Like you would just be clashing two different Right. It'd just be so <laughs> it would just be so dumb. Right. And uh so. I you sent me you were the one that sent me that Florence and the Machine like cover of that song that uh Podrick sang right in the last episode. Yeah, yeah I think that's going to be on the soundtrack as well. So I hope so because that was really fucking good. Yeah, it was. And it made me like I was like it made me sad. I think I tagged you and Katie and just go. Everybody's died. <laughs> <laughs> like yep, everybody's gonna die. This is too sad. I don't like it anymore. Yeah, no, no, I don't like it. But yeah, nice. anyway, I like it. It's just a banger of a song. Cool, cool. I'll have to listen to it. I'll have to to check it out. Check it out, brother. All right, so my third song. uh, My third song this week is a little throwback by a band called Counting Crows. Getting all throwbacks this week. A little song called Big Yellow Taxi. Oh, my God. I forgot about that song. To get Good song. paradise, put up a parking Uh, lot. uh, Ooh, pop, pop, pop. Who's the chick in that song with him? Vanessa Carlton. That's right, yes. Her only other hit single. (laughs) Yeah. 3,000 miles. Yeah, you know, good good little 2,000 song, you know. I feel like it was always on the fucking radio. Oh my god, it was. I remember like when it first came out, everybody liked it, but it was so overplayed, everybody started hating it. I remember my mom started fucking hating that song uh, after a yeah. while. It was <laughs> I was like, alright, we get it. They built the parking lot. You're upset. Yeah. Shut up. The day passed, put up a parking yeah. lot. <laughs> and that was, that was Michael McDonald singing that song. <laughs> If I have to, hear, if I have to hear, I'm gonna yamo be there one more time. I'm gonna yamo burn this place to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and 
that was Ant Man. What uh, what's your th- <laughs> uh, your fourth song? Yeah, my fourth song. Uh, my fourth song this week uh, is a song that I cannot stop playing right now, and it's become one of my favorite songs by Billy Eilish. Wish you were gay. It's one of my favorite songs right now. The song is yeah. fucking amazing. It's a very good song. Yeah, it's like she has such a 1950s like voice, and they mix her voice with like this dark modern day like pop style that just like. I don't know who would have thought to do that, but it just works so fucking well, man. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that whole album's really good. She has a beautiful voice. Like, legit, like, an iconic voice. Yeah, I can't remember what song I picked. I don't know if I picked her, maybe I mentioned it, like, a few you, weeks ago. You did. I feel like the last one where it's, like, she's, like, singing, singing. You, uh, because we both picked See You in the Crown, and then you were like, okay, I'll pick a different one, and you picked uh, Bad Guy. Yeah, no, but it wasn't bad guy though. It's a uh, it's a different one. Maybe it's like wish something. Uh, damn, I can't think of it. But she like is legit. Like not that she's not like legit singing, but like you know when mm-hmm. in certain songs they you know really amp up their vocals. Yeah, and I'm like Jesus Christ, this chick is good. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. She's blowing she's up like, too. Yeah, if I seems like a weird cool chick, dude. For real, like if you see her like in interviews, she actually seems like really down to earth, like normal, like yeah. And like then you she goes into this gimmick, and it's like this gimmick is really fucked up. But then yeah. if you like see interviews with her, she's like, I'm just obsessed with the office. And I'm like, oh, we all are. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we too. like the office. We yeah, like French we just, fries. We're just not as uh, dark and twisted as you sometimes. But we're hey, talented. we like the office. <laughs> hey, we like the office. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I I really want her to do a song with the 1975, I, that's a collaboration oh, like sick. I really want to see right now. That'd be sick. Speaking yeah, of which, at the end of May, we're getting a new 1975 song. I thought they pushed it back. To, oh, yeah, a new song, yeah. June yeah, 1st. new song. June 1st. Oh, yeah, May 31st, midnight. That's yep. what they always say. Yep, and then I think October is when the album's coming out. Okay, because I remember they – I thought a while ago I read, like, they were going to try for, like, August-ish. Mm-hmm. I, I guess think they, they said October. I think it's, they have a definitive, like, release date now. Jesus Christ. They're doing the same thing they did last year. I know. I'm okay with it. I don't know why I'm bitching. We're getting back-to-back albums. And in two weeks' time, actually, no. Yeah, Yeah, two weeks. A week from Monday, I'll be in the pit. Uh, I'll be waving at Maddie. I'll be like, hey, Maddie, I like your band. And he'd be like, thanks, man. Bring a sign that says, my friend Jim wishes he was here, but he's sick. Or he's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he but he sucks and he can't come because he's sick yeah <laughs> just put my face on the sign can you say hi jim for me hi jim oh my god he did it that would be awesome <laughs> oh my god man he said it maddie jim, jim he said it george get maddie to say this for me please <laughs> hi jim <laughs> hello mate <laughs> Like we, I awesome. like how we got like British. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta. All right, so Marty, my fourth song. Your favorite football team? <laughs> Does he have a favorite? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's am I, is it Liverpool? I think it's Liverpool. I think it is. Yeah, fuck. Actually, fuck you then, Maddie. Piece of Uh-oh. shit. Oh, whoa. Sorry, it's like man, you's like biggest rival. 
and Liverpool's really good right now, so you know, I don't like it. I'm gonna tell him. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, so my fourth song. Yes. My fourth song. I feel like I probably picked this like a long, long time ago, but uh, just always reminds me of hockey because it was in like NHL like 2002 or something. 2003, a little song called Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. If you're listening, whoa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was sure like the intro song, and it was I'm, like the coolest intro video. I'm pretty sure we did pick that song because I think whoever we had on as a guest that day, uh, they were like, holy shit, I haven't heard that song forever. And then we went on like a sweetness tangent for like a while. It was with Keith. Oh, yeah, it was with Keith. Mm-hmm. Ah, good old Keith. Good old Keith. Fuck you, Keith. Yeah, fuck you. Well, I'm sticking with my pick. All right, that's fine by me. Um, my fifth and final song this week. You know what? Throwing it to the '90s because whenever you fucking return, '90s episode, top yes, thirty sir. songs of the '90s. Which maybe we should just make that our hundredth episode. And if you just don't come on yet, we'll just postpone it. We'll just we'll be like we're not doing offended until Jim's back. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. But that's we'll do like sure. hot. But we'll do like wrap-ups and stuff still. <laughs> yeah, we're offended. Since Corey can't come on because he's a dad now. Fucking dad. Yeah, Jesus Christ, grow up. <laughs> Mark? It's like a week old now. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, Jesus. I'm sure it's like, sure it's just going to rebel against you in like a week, so whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, anyway... My fifth and final song this week is by this group, techno group from the 90s called The Immortals. And to commemorate the new release of Mortal Kombat 11, the Mortal Kombat theme song. Mortal Kombat! The song's actually awesome. Like, I went to QT before we started recording and I turned that song on. I was like, god damn, this song's actually really badass still. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just hits you. You're just like, damn, I'm going to play some Mortal Kombat now. Dude, for real. I forgot how much I love Mortal Kombat, so I started playing this new game. I was like, god damn. And you I'm, beat it in, like, two hours? I, I legit beat it in, like, five hours. Like, the game, the story mode is not long at all, but the story is fucking wild. Like, fucking wild. And the cool thing about Mortal Kombat games, they've been like this for the last, like, four games. They all continue each other. Like, the story continues on each one. And this one finally kind of, like, resets everything, and it's awesome. And, like, it brought back characters from, like, the first Mortal Kombat game. Like, there's, like, time travel and shit, and, like, they fight each other. Like, the present day fights, like, old-day Mortal Kombat characters. So it's pretty fucking cool. You get to see, like, the old, like, Mortal Kombat game that I grew up with fighting, like, this new generation of, like, Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. Damn, I haven't owned a Mortal Kombat game in years. This one's fun. This one's a lot of fun. And the story mode, I mean, I can't talk enough about how the story mode just blew my mind. I bet uh, bet Xavier Woods and Up, Up, Down, Down do some uh, intense Mortal Kombat, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. And they made the fatalities in this one really easy to do, which is awesome. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I always sucked at Mortal Kombat, though. Like, when I was younger, for some reason, I just, like... I'm, I've always been bad at, like, fighting games, but, like, I loved Mortal Kombat, but mm-hmm. I just could never... Like, I was a kid, I'd be at my buddy's house playing, and then I'd fucking, like, throw a fit. Like, this is fucking stupid. 
This is dumb. <laughs> Dude, the, so I thought this, I went back and played one of my old Mortal Kombat games on my Sega Genesis, like, not too long ago. I was like, I do not remember it being this fucking hard. Like, it's fucking hard. Like, yeah. I do not remember that at all. And, uh, fucking Katie, <laughs> Lady Katie House and Naked was watching me play it last night. She's like, I think I'm going to be sick to my stomach. I'm like, it's not real. She goes, I know. It's just the thought of it. Like, <laughs> and then, uh, I was playing it and I'm listening to, like, one of the characters talk and I'm like, Sonya Blade's voice sounds really familiar. Why do I know her voice? I'm like, oh yeah, it's fucking Ronda Rousey. Oh fuck yeah, I forgot she's in the game. Mm-hmm. And she's really bad in the game. Is she? Oh my god. Katie goes, is that Ronda? I go, yeah. She goes, wow. She even sucks at cutting promos on video games. <laughs> oh god. What a mark. Let's love how Katie said that. Like she said it just so nonchalantly. Wow, she still sucks at cutting promos, and this is animated. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Ah, uh, jeez. Oh, hey, pause for a sec. Mark Stahl, Eric Stahl, Jordan Stahl, Marty Stahl, Jordan Stahl. I think I already said that one. Sean yeah, Michael you, Stahl. Hulk you knocked Stahl. him out. Okay, cool. Oh, I, I actually looked up the Stahl brothers last night. I think there's another one named Jed. Jed? I think it's Jed or uh, Jarrett. Well, no wonder he's not in the NHL. He uh, he he got drafted, <laughs> but he never uh, he never. Yeah, Eric Stahl, Mark Stahl, Jordan Stahl, Jared Stahl, and he ended up just playing like a little bit of AHL, and now he's in jail. <laughs> now he just he doesn't do anything. He just I think he plays for like a I don't know some overseas team or some shit. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, so I guess it's my fifth song. Yes, sir. My fifth song. Since we're in hockey mode. Since we're uh about to start round two tonight. It's a little song called The Hockey Song by oh, Stoppin' Tom Connors. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. <laughs> The whistle blows, someone scores, and the puck drops on the ice. That's something that I remember. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so bad. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best thing you can see. It's a good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game. Fuck, that needs to be like our outgoing song. Like, oh, God, it should. Like for hockey talks. See, I knew this song meant something. Ah. See, yeah, yeah. see, I told you so. Find Don, John Dillinger yet? And, uh, I don't know why it came to me. I think I was just going through songs today, and I was like, man, what's a good hockey song? And I was like, oh, the hockey song. Dude, Even though it's the worst. It's between that or I want to drive worst. the Zamboni. No, I fucking hate that song. Like, I what? fucking hate that song. I want to oh, drive a Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to drive... Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Such a good song. What song was I singing today? I turned it into a country song. I was like, I don't know why I just started singing it like a country song. Fuck. Oh, man. I can't remember. I just woke up and just started singing to myself. I'm like, why did I just turn this into a country song? (laughs) I used to, every once in a while, I'd throw on, I wouldn't drive the Zamboni over the loudspeakers when I used to Zamboni the ice rink. Clayton. 
<laughs> It'd be during like public skate too. I'd like <laughs> because like every once in a while during public skate, you have to sand bone to the ice, obviously. And I'd like tell my little rink employee people, I'd be like, "All right, as soon as I get out there, you press play." And I just have like the biggest grin on my face driving around the fucking ice, and people are just like looking at me, laughing like this fucking guy. Did you play on my uh, team at Clayton Ice Rink when we did that uh, outdoor like tournament for autism? No, I didn't play. I can't remember if you played or not, but so give you a little insight on it. Um, when we played the tournament. Right before we started the tournament, the guy that's running it just brings us all together. And he goes, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, this team's going to play this team. And he's, like, looking at the rink. He's like, oh, we got no blue lines. So, uh, oh, there's blue lines on the boards over there. So, uh, okay, we're going to do offsides then. I'm like, how the fuck are we going to do offsides? I'm not going to look <laughs> over to the boards. They seriously called offsides, like, every other play. Oh, I'm like, God, that's like, terrible. Why are we playing offsides when the blue lines aren't on the ice? That's the whole point of offsides. You're not, you're not, NHL players don't look at the boards to see, like, yeah. where they're at. They're looking at the ice, like. And, and unless you're, like, unless somebody's, like, blatantly offsides, yeah, like, okay. If you want to, if you want to, like, do, like, gentleman rules, like, stop the play, do a face-off, like, hey, you were way offsides, yeah, of course. But, like, to call it the whole time, eh. It's a tournament for charity. It shouldn't have been yeah. off. Nothing should have been offside. It should be like roller hockey it, at that point. Like I, I think the guy that does that uh, is the one that opened the the Center Ice Brewery here. Really? I think so. Yeah, because when I my last year working there, uh, I saw him. I saw him there for like the tournament, and I was like, he looks familiar. And then, like, I was just scrolling through Facebook, and it was, like, Center Ice Brewery, and it was, like, promoting the tournament. So I think he's the one that uh, he's the one that runs that, that tournament. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you make yeah, good beer, good, but fuck you. Yeah, and good cause for a tournament, but come on, man, offsides. Yeah. And shout-out to Center Ice Brewery, because they just came out with Play Gloria, new beer. Oh, nice. I think they had another beer ready yet. to go, but I think they just rebranded it and named uh, Play Gloria. Nice. Yeah, you know what? That's just going to be a. Uh, let's just make that an honorary on uh, honorary song for us each week. You know, for the blues. You know, just you know, Gloria? play Gloria, play Gloria. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna put. Yeah. I'm gonna put it up at the top of the list every week. Yeah. No. Hey, play this one first. I was play. listening to that like 24/7 the day after the game six, and I was like, it had the windows down. It was. Was it Easter Sunday? Game six, was that Easter? Or was that Saturday? Yeah, that was Easter, wasn't it? The day after, no, it was not. Uh, oh yeah, after it was, yeah, yeah. Because I was driving to my grandma's house and I was blaring it, and everybody that was like in the car next to me was like, "Yeah, let's go Blues!" I'm like, "Fucking right, let's go!" Fuck yeah, love it. I love it too. Blues fever is hot here, but anyway, that was songs of the week. You can make sure to go follow uh, songs of the week exclusively on Spotify at Offender Percent Songs of the Week. It has been updated, by the way. I for, I just forgot to, uh, you know, I forgot to tweet about it and stuff. But it has been updated. It has, like, a shitload of new songs. And make sure, for the people listening, if you want to hear the new songs that get added, supposed to be weekly, but sometimes it's not, uh, make sure to go to the top and sort it to recently added. Otherwise, you're just going to get the songs from, like, when we first started. Yeah. All right, which which is fine too, but yeah, but 
but don't do it. Don't just do it. Don't fucking do it. It has like 600 plus songs on it right now. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't do it. It's a fucking great playlist. Let me tell you that, though. I was listening. Yeah, I just put it on shuffle the other day. I'm like, God damn, this is nice. Yeah, we got a. We got range. Yep, and shout out to our good friends, Pirate Signal. They're working on the new album right now, so can't wait to hear nice. that. Their last album was really good. Been on the show, been a musical guest of ours twice. Yeah, show has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Before we get into our little hockey talks here, um, it's the end. The end is here. Endgame Avengers comes out actually tonight comes out because we're putting out this episode right when we're done recording it um and i'm seeing it tomorrow at like 3 30 and i was sweating this week dude i was sweating <laughs> i was like blues and stars better be fucking thursday night they better start thursday night please don't be friday because if it's friday i have tickets at 3 30 it's a three-hour fucking movie <laughs> i don't want to rush back downtown or leave the movie no, i know <laughs> What a, so I just want to see what happens now. I just, just want to know. Your mind would have been going crazy Friday, like watching the movie. Like, all right, come on, come on. I, I honestly don't think I would have gone. I don't think I would have gone to the movie. Really? And I had tickets already, and I was. I don't think I would have gone. Yeah, I mean, could always see it another time. Yeah, but to the people out there that are saying like blues hockey or Marvel, let fucking people do whatever the fuck they want. It's yeah, so no shit. fucking annoying. You're not trying to, you're not impressing anybody by saying like I'm a bigger fan than these people. No, that doesn't that doesn't work like that. These people have been devoted to this for like 22 straight movies, dude. Like, yeah, and they could have been fans more more than likely they were fans since they were little kids because superheroes. Like we love superheroes when we're little kids. We're not really invested in the hockey like when we're little. I was, but I know I'm not trying to impress anybody. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like just Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, who cares? Like, if somebody wants to, like, and honestly, it's like, yo, yeah, it's the second round, it's game, it's, it's game one, but, like, it, it could, the discussion can go either way, where it's like, you could see the movie whenever, it's like, all right, well, there's still going to be, like, a game, there's still going to be three more right. Blues games I can watch, like, you know, or, right. you know, it's not the end of the world if you miss the Blues game, and it's not the end of the world if you miss the, uh, right. you know, the opening or, you know, the day after like Endgame comes out. My so. grandma said, she was like, it's game one. Who cares? Like, I'll care when it's... My grandma's like, I'll care more when it's game, like, three and four. But, like, if people want to go see the movie, go, let them go see the movie. It's like, I, she, she's like, I fucking hate people judging other people. I fucking hate this world. I'm like, yeah, just blame social media. Just blame social yeah, media. Yeah, no kidding. I forget what that guy's name was, but I just told him, shut up. Oh, dude, he did it. It's the same guy posted another thing. And since I'm an admin in the lounge, I had to delete it. I've been just deleting anything I see, like, that's, like... Avengers better than Blues. Blues better than the Avengers. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. And like, I went over, and I'm in like a couple other Blues groups, and he posted the same thing in another group. And I was in the other group, I was like, what is your obsession with this? Like, stop just doing this. To, yeah. He just wants to be noticed. I think I posted oh, yeah. the GIF. Hey, everybody, look at me. <laughs> Pay attention to me. Like, shut up, bud. Shut up, bud. Jeez. Yeah, but I asked him, he goes, what, I'm just posting, it's just a joke, jeez. I'm like, yeah, but you're annoying people. Yeah, like you're just trying to annoyingly stir the pot. Like, it's yeah. not even like a funnier... No, it's, yeah, it's not funny at all. Yeah, like, it's, just, yeah, it's just like, okay, dude, cool. Yeah. We get Nerd. it. People did this for, it was the same thing with Game of Thrones two weeks ago. Like, Yeah. 
I know. It's like people are like I, I know people are like I think yeah. I think there was a game that Sunday that the Blues. The Blues played on like a Sunday when the season started for Game of Thrones, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, okay, I'll just wait till after the Blues game. Like, it's gonna be there. Like, I don't have to. I don't have to watch Thrones right when it. Right. You know, this one it's a little different <laughs> with Thrones because you could watch it right afterwards. While with uh, Avengers, some people bought tickets like weeks in advance already. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like not knowing when the Blues game would be or anything. So like, and just, I got lucky again. Out. I got lucky again because I'm seeing fucking the 1975 in Kansas City a week from Monday. So more than likely we'll go to a game five and it'll be that Friday night before I leave for Kansas City. So I'm leaving on that Saturday. It's a concert on a Monday. That Sunday night would be game six and that's in Dallas. So I'm like, oh my God, I just got so lucky. And if there's a game seven, it'd be here and it'd be Tuesday, which I would be back already. Damn. I got fucking lucky. Like, I, yeah, you can't you plan did. that any better. No, you really can't. And now my whole family, though, first we're in Florida the first week of June. If we go to the Stanley Cup final, my whole family's like, oh, we're flying back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Florida will always be there. Yep. <laughs> we'll probably <laughs> just go back later this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, just go, we'll go back for two days to make up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, on Avengers, real quick, if you had to pick, if you had to pick your top three movies of the MCU, what would they be? Oh God! <laughs> I'm thinking too. Uh, man, I'm actually just like I watched them all like at once. I'm so I'm really bad at remembering like movies and names and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Do, do you have three? I do have three. I go just thought of them, actually. Say, go ahead and say your three. Right. Uh, my number three, Thor Ragnarok. Maybe it's just fucking hilarious. Hey, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Mm, hey, my yeah. name's Korg. Yeah, hey, over, here, over here. Okay. Yeah, big rock guy. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's kind of uh, weird, a rock talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I love that one. What was, was his like, little psychic's name? Oh, God. Oh fuck! What was it? Oh man, what was his name? <laughs> hey, my name's Korg. Oh piss my off, god, ghost. it was so funny. Yeah, that piss off ghost. <laughs> I'm gonna play a little snippet of him real quick. Just oh cause... my god, what does he say at the one? He goes, "Oh, he's dead." Oh yeah. no, yeah. oh he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're alive. Oh, oh my you're... god. Oh, you're alive. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. He's alive. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Cork. I'm kind of like the leader in here. Over here, the pile of rocks waving at you. Here. Yeah, I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. This is my very good friend over here, Meek. He's an insect and has nice for hands. Uh, made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> Just a little rock, paper, scissor joke for you. There's I am. Oh, well, I tried to start a revolution, but didn't print enough pamphlets, so hardly anyone turned up, except for my mum and her boyfriend, who I hate. But I'm actually organising another revolution. I don't know if you'd be interested in something like that. Do you reckon you'd be interested? As punishment, I was forced to be in here and become a gladiator. Bit of a promotional disaster, that one. Ah, yeah, nah, this whole thing is a circle. But not a real circle. More like a freaky circle. Nah, nothing makes sense here, man. The only thing that does make sense is that nothing makes sense. Doug has? Doug! Oh, no, 
thugs did. That's right. Everyone who fights the Grandmaster Champion perishes. Perishable rock. Okay. Another one. Go on. Yeah, no, I just do the smaller fights, warm up the crowd and whatnot. <laughs> you're not going to face them, are you? That's exactly what Doug used to say. See you later, new Doug. <laughs> I gotta find that scene at the end now, though. <laughs> so good. Oh, Mick's dead. Oh, Mick's dead. Yeah, and I accidentally uh, stomped on him on the bridge. I've just feel, felt so guilty I've been carrying him around all day. Oh, Mick, you're alive! He's alive, guys. What was your question again, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, fun man. fact, that Korg is uh, actually the draw, uh, the director of the movie. Yeah, I remember looking that up. Um, and he's hilarious, too. Uh, he's directed What We Do in Shadows, which is fucking phenomenal. Have you ever seen that? He's the main lead no, in that, too. Um, but the movie What We Do in Shadows is about vampires... But it's like it's a mockumentary. It's like The Office, but about vampires and like how they live and everything, and how they like hmm. hate werewolves. There's a part where like werewolves are like yelling at him. The guy's like throws a stick. He's like, "Hey, go fetch him." One of them starts running. He's like, "Oh fuck, he got me." He's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, what did you just, did you say a curse a curse word?" He's like, "Oh, sorry, boss." He's like, "Yeah, hey, we're werewolves, not swearwolves." <laughs> oh god, just the fucking accent is so like. It's great. So fucking funny. It is. It's fucking great. Yeah. Rumor is Korg's not dead, so I hope not. I know, I hope not either. Hey, my name's Korg. <laughs> Nothing the rock be- the rock, paper, scissors joke like legitimately made me laugh when I first oh. watched. Like I was like dying, like, oh my god. What a- Oh, dude, every time what he a had a line in that movie, I was crying laughing. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. Nothing can beat me. I'm made of rock unless you're scissors. Uh-huh. Just a little paper rock scissors joke. It's a joke. <laughs> That's uh, buy new buy new Doug. Yeah, huh, that's exactly what Doug used to say. say buy new Doug. Buy new Doug. Oh man, that's good. What uh? <laughs> what's your other? What, what's your other two? Oh, uh, my second one's Infinity War. Infinity War is just a fucking badass movie, and yeah. some of the some of the scenes in that movie fucking got me rolling too. Especially fucking when Spider Man meets uh, Doctor Strange. Fucking hilarious like my name's peter by the way dr strange oh we're using our made-up names in that case i'm spider-man <laughs> oh man yeah i just need to go ahead and watch that yeah you do it's fucking yeah it's fucking good and uh my number one spider-man homecoming i just i just love that movie like that's that movie for me is perfect and spider-man you know spider-man batman are my two favorite superheroes they're probably tied for like my all-time favorite but that Spider-Man is so well done that it is legitimately like the perfect Spider-Man movie. Just because Spider-Man was always like kind of like the punk rock like superhero, like, and the way right. that they mixed like the punk rock music into that movie and how like they finally made Spider-Man like a high schooler with like a smart ass like lines and shit. It's like that Spider-Man, like it's perfect. Tom Holland. Fucking Michael J. Fox Part Two is amazing. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the other Spider Man. Mm. Well, that's not part yeah. of the MCU, so it's not. No, no, the cartoons part of it. It's its own thing. Oh, really? 
Well, yeah. How's it gonna How's it gonna put the cartoon in Avengers? Oh, true. Well, I don't know. I thought you just meant like the whole like Marvel universe, oh, no, like I'm, movie in general. I'm talking just strictly like MCU, like just like what's all played together up till Endgame, basically. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Jeez, I mean, fuck. Yeah, if we're going that way, then yeah, Spider-Man's and Spider-Verse is probably my number one. <laughs> Alright, I like it. And I'm like Peter it. Porker. Well, my three. Uh, well, I actually, looking through the list now, I actually have two of the same of yours. Um, Thor, Ragnarok. Nice. Of course. Spider-Man Homecoming was so fucking good because mm-hmm. of fucking Tom Holland. And then... Uh, uh, well, oh, uh, well, I guess it's really not, or is it? No, the Guardians ones aren't really with the, like the end, the part of like the end game thing, is it? Yeah, Guardians is. Are they? Yeah. Did I miss something? They show up in Avengers. They're in Avengers. Are they in Age of Ultron? No, they're in. They come in in Infinity War. Oh fuck, that's right. I just haven't seen Infinity War yet. And, Duh. and Gamora and uh, oh fuck, what's the other? What's the blue chick's name? Nebula. Nebula. They're Thanos' daughters. Duh. Fuck yeah. Okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy two, uh, yeah. is like just one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Guardians it's just... like it plays like sets up. I think like everything for Infinity War. Yeah, I forgot that they. I, I haven't seen it anymore, but I, I remember like people mentioning like they. I guess that's when they come in, yeah. and I just I just <clears> haven't seen it until I was like, wait a minute, they, am I missing something? They are the first movie of the MCU to in- introduce the Infinity Stones. That's right. And yeah. my mom's boyfriend Greg hates Guardians of the Galaxy. Actually, hates both what? those movies. Yeah, it's like there's childish, there's childish. I'm like, like they play such a big part. Like, how can you hate them? Like, yeah, like they're a major part to like. Why this is all happening? I like them. I like the second I like one the best. Can I tell you what movie? You like the second probably, one better. Uh, I don't know what it. I don't know what it is about it. I just maybe it's because it kicks off with the uh, song "Brandy." It's like one of my favorite songs. You know, I know why <laughs> you like it. Why? Because it's got Herb Brooks in it. it. Does have Herb Brooks in it? That son of a bitch. Can I tell you my least favorite movie out maybe. of like all of them? What? I just, I didn't really care for Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah, I don't, it was too, I, I don't know, it like, almost like, for me, I feel like it like jumped in too quickly to stuff. One, because I didn't really know much about Doctor Strange mm-hmm. to begin with, and I don't know, There, I feel like there just wasn't like this like build up in the movie, it's just like all of a sudden it was just like, I don't know, he was just like boom, 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 look at me. I don't know. I think it's kind of. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's kind of lame. Uh, movie is. I think my least favorite of the MCU is probably th- the first and second Thor. Yeah, true. Those and ones did suck. It's just I don't know. I, I like him. I like Thor. I like Chris Hemsworth. But like, I just didn't really care for those movies that much. I thought they were kind of boring. I feel like Ragnarok just added a little more like the humor character kind of part to him where it's like, okay, this is what you just should have done. It is. And, and you know, and they'd have uh, Jeff Goldblum. So, you know, I'm a little True. biased. 
But uh, <laughs> um, and I think probably the most underrated of the MCU is a movie that uh, a lot of people forget that's a part of it, and that's the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Actually, like Edward really enjoyed. Norton. Actually, really enjoyed that movie, and I was really bummed out when Edward Norton had a falling out with the uh, with Marvel. That's why he got replaced by Mark Ruffalo. Oh, did not know that. Mm-hmm. Movie's pretty good, and just Edward Norton's just Edward Norton. Can't go wrong right. with Edward Norton. No, no, you cannot. Yeah, but Avengers Endgame comes out tonight cannot wait to see it tomorrow rumor there's a fan theory out there that endgame actually isn't what the movie's called and it's gonna show what it's called like right when it starts mm. that'd be kind of weird wouldn't it the avengers luke i am your father <laughs> the avengers the rock is here skywalker endgame <laughs> Speaking of Skywalker, that new Star Wars movie looks fucking sick. I'm just not a... I don't hate Star Wars or anything. I just never got into it. You never watched them, have you? No. You I don't watch know. Them. Yeah, no. I remember like I've like watched like Star like Hero there or something, but I don't know. Some of them, I just, they, haven't, uh, they haven't clicked with me yet. You have time. You should watch them. I, yeah, I do have a lot of time. Aaron from PWP. Shout out, Aaron. Uh, he just uh, he did the same thing last week. He goes, okay, I'm finally getting into it. Finally getting into it. He got through like the original trilogy, and he's like, "Okay, these movies are actually fucking awesome." Like I told you, like, <laughs> yeah, they just tell a good story. I'll give it a chance. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. All right, Happy Avengers Day. It's kind of sad that this whole thing is done. Like, I know, maybe, maybe it was a, not. It was a fun ride. It was a really fun ride. Maybe they surprise us. You never know. Never know. Tom Holland leads everything else. I could see Spider-Man like leading like a bunch of shit after this. Yeah. Um. And real quick before we get into the hockey talks, one last thing on movies. Actually, two last thing on movies because I want to bring this up. Uh, in the UK, they're having uh, Keanu Con, which I want to go to. They just celebrate Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, that sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. And uh, they're apparently getting ready to do another Matrix trilogy. I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not. No, we did not. Uh, gearing up for another Matrix trilogy, which is going to be sweet with the technology that we have now. I always wish that they would redo the Ma- like not redo like the movies in general. Like get the old ones back in theaters. I want to see those in 3D. Like just the bullet time and everything. I think would be fucking cool in 3D. Wow. Yeah, that'd be intense. Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. But uh, apparently Michael B. Jordan's lined up as the main lead for these next Matrix movies, and it's either going to be a prequel about like Morpheus, or it's going to continue the story from the end of the third Matrix. Huh. Which I'm kind of hoping they go in the route of continuing the story, kind of like how they did with Jurassic Park in like, Star Wars. Like, yeah. reboot it, but like continue the story. Right. It's the best hmm. way to do things. I think it's the best way to do reboots, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like just trying to start completely fresh is, I don't know. Yeah. It's not really my cup of tea. Yeah, same. Same. And finally, last but not least, Rami Malek has been announced that he is the Bond villain in the next James Bond movie. I 
cannot dun, dun, wait. Dun. He's gonna be fucking unreal in this movie. Like, good for him, no doubt. He's gonna be creepy as fuck in this movie. Yeah, I mean, this dude goes full blown into his eye. Like, obviously, you know, I'm a fucking huge mm-hmm. Rami fan from Mr. Robot, and he's just gonna fucking he when he gets a character, he's he's all in. I, I don't know if, how much method acting or anything he does, but he's uh. He's good at just playing fucking dark, kind of creepy oh, fucker, yeah. so... Oh, yes, my name is Rami Malek, and uh, Mr. Bond, you're gonna die. Is that, <sighs> that was a decent Rami impression. Mm-hmm. It, could, it could work, it could work, it could work, Jim. Just let it go, fuck. Because mm-hmm. he, he acts like he has like a British accent, but he doesn't, he's from California. Mm, it's a little more gravely. Whatever. But anyway... Daniel Craig's last Bond movie on top of it, so it's a hell of a way to go out. The 25th Bond movie, Rami Malek as the uh, as the villain. I love it. Yeah, I can't wait. I got Katie. Katie and I watched uh, Casino Royale and Skyfall, and she loved Skyfall. Like, yeah, the movie's fucking phenomenal. We skipped over Quantum of Solace because that movie just sucks, but... Who uh who was the Bond before him that like sucked? Wasn't there someone before Pierce Brosnan? Um, I thought somebody filled in like took a Bond role like before like uh before who's the Bond now? Craig or uh, Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. I thought it was like someone right before him or something did like a Bond movie and everybody's like this was terrible. Or maybe there was a rumor for someone to be it. And everybody I can't was pissed. remember. But, I can't remember it either. But but Pierce Brosnan uh, was the one good. before, and he did Die Another Day, which is like one of the worst movies ever made. Okay, maybe that's it. With Halle Berry, when he's like surfing while like shooting at the oh, same time, and the yeah. CGI looks terrible. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just fucking so stupid. But yeah. and then the one before Pierce Brosnan was Timothy Dalton. I think he did one or two Bond movies. I think he only did one, but it was really dark and like was not of the norm of like the James Bond movies at the time, because the yeah. James Bond movies before were like kind of goofy, and like they weren't so serious. Like how these James Bond movies are really serious now, which is why they're so good. And the, right. and the James Bond kind of got shit on for a while because they were so goofy and they weren't like being serious. But Timothy Dalton's movies were super serious and kind of, kind of like Daniel Craig's. James Bond and their movies are actually pretty good like but it was so far ahead of its time because dark shit then just wasn't popular right now it's fucking everybody you, loves to be sad and scared. oh my god dude everybody everything has to be dark right now like yeah. everything that's popular right now is either really depressing or like just dark like which I'm happy about yeah I don't have a problem with it, <laughs> it makes for good fucking movies it makes for good storytelling yeah man the suspense it's more realistic honestly really is. Yeah, instead of somebody fucking surfing, shooting guns. So you live to die another day. Jesus. Halle Berry is like, oh, I got a diamond in my belly button, but they don't show her. She's like, it's stuck in there. So it's like, oh, did you put it in her ass? Where is it? Yeah, where is it, Halle? Where is it, swordfish? (laughs) You see Uh, your boobies. All right. (laughs) All right, it's time. I'm going to play this theme song.
Time for a Hockey Talks portion of Offended. Oh boy. Round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Wild. Has been completed and it was honestly probably one of the best first rounds I've ever seen as a hockey fan. Oh yeah. I remember I tweeted out before the playoffs. I said we might be in for one of the craziest best playoffs ever. You did and you were correct. Um, Sure enough. For the, is this the first time ever that every wild card team has moved on? At least, I guess, since they changed the playoff format? I believe so, yeah. I mean, I think it's the first time that every division winner's been knocked out of the first round. It may I, think that's what they, I think that's what they said on NHL Network last night when I was watching. So, yeah, I mean, every wild card team's moving on. May have been a blessing in disguise that the Blues did not get first place? Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't Nothing know makes anymore sense to about me this. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not like I'm not I'm not like overly shocked by like. I mean, I'm I'm shocked, but I like also know that like this can happen, right? In this fucking beautiful game of hockey, that like right. there's these upsets are like possible, and like I hate calling them ups, upsets because some of them that like were eliminated were just really good battles like each team mm-hmm. battled really well just the the better team happened to get lucky come out on top so it's like i i don't know i texted you last night and was like i don't know i don't know how to predict hockey anymore <laughs> you just you just can't you can't you really can't and um i'm gonna write these down for us real quick stall 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 uh, Mark Stahl, Jordan Stahl, Eric Stahl, Jared Stahl, <laughs> making his playoff debut. The youngest of the stalls, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah, I can't <laughs> remember when we did a lab, when we did our predictions. I think I on this I I texted you. I said I think I said Toronto in seven on the pod, but on my actual bracket that I filled out and like submitted, I have Boston in seven. So I must have just like had a change of heart on the pot or something. I don't. I think you. I think you did. I think you did say that actually. I think you said I have it this way, and I'm gonna. But I'm gonna go this way, and I forget your reasoning. Yeah, I don't know um, what the fuck my reasoning was either. Um, but that doesn't make sense because I feel like at the. I, I I I probably did, but at the same time, I remember also thinking like, I could see Boston just wearing down the skill. I don't. I don't know. You know how I'm fucking. I speak stupidly. <laughs> Mess yeah. all my shit up. Nah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I yeah, do. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm looking back at our picks, and we're going to talk about some of the uh, series that finished up. Uh, last time that we did a Hockey Talks, I think uh, I think Columbus and... Columbus uh, and I, the Islanders won, so we covered that one, yeah. those two. Yep. Um, but looking back at our picks, Jim, you have one, two correct picks. <laughs> um, yep, three, three technically on my bracket, but other than that, two correct picks. Uh, actually, you have four, or you have three. You you did pick Boston on on this. Is that what you said? Or did you say you picked Toronto? 
I could have sworn on the pod I said Toronto. I wrote down Boston. I had Boston in seven on yours. Then maybe I did say Boston. I... Damn, you have two more. You have one more better than me. I have Man, two right. Maybe I did, but I, I felt like I said I felt like I won. I was going with Toronto. Yeah, you you said Boston. Huh. All right. Well, huh. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, three. Three correct picks. <laughs> yeah, three correct picks. I have two correct picks. Uh, should be three. I, I just want to point that out. I should have three correct picks, and we're going to start this off. I should have four. Who? Vegas. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. You should have four. I should have three. Um, we're going to start with that series. Um, let's start with San Jose. San Jose, uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Um, it. I think last week I said this was my least favorite series because nothing is happening and Vegas is kind of dominating. All of a sudden, right. this became like my favorite series and like – it was great. They started hitting each other. They started fucking playing hard against each other. Yep. And the series just, like, changed, man. But I will say, game six, when they went into overtime, uh, Vegas did not play a good overtime. No, they looked, like, tired. They looked tired. Flurry was out of position on that goal. Yeah. Um, And I think that, I don't know, I just... To me, San Jose, I don't think was playing that good. Um, I think Vegas just kind of stopped. Like, yeah, and, they did. You're talking about Game Six, right? Yeah, and I think that's the biggest takeaway from a lot of these series. This is why it's making this series so hard to talk about, or like this playoffs in general, so hard to talk about. Which gives me a little hope for the Blues. Um, I'm looking at these series all these series and aside from maybe like two I don't think like the teams that won I think they won against teams that weren't playing good hockey yeah they uh yeah I agree they like came they came in to the playoffs not I feel like they didn't have the playoff mentality because they weren't playing against teams or playing for much Mm -hmm. and that's huge coming into the playoffs if you're coming in battling playing for spots and stuff kind of like you know the blues the whole central division honestly you know you're you're going to come into the playoffs a lot better than like you know we saw with tampa where it's like they weren't really playing for much and like not that they didn't try or anything but they just something just wasn't there it's like it's like the uh it's like the engines just turned off and it was just like i don't know yeah it was like playoff mentality wasn't built in their mind yet right and um I honestly think the Blues and Winnipeg and Washington and Carolina, I think, were your two best series. I think both teams were trying. Like, both teams looked good, or all four teams did. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so when we go back, let's go back to San Jose and Vegas right now. Uh, game seven, Vegas looked like Vegas again. It's like, okay, they woke up. They're going to take the series. Yep. And then the phantom five-minute major call happens. Ugh. Pathetic. I'll say this, and I know you agree before we, or at least before I go on a fucking rant. Yes, I understand that Vegas was up 3-1 in the series. They could have closed it out any other time. I get that. 100%. I do. But it's fucking hockey. You lose, whatever. Each game's a new chance. They had this game 7-1. Yes. Easily. And then this fucking horrible fucking call happens. 
And I get it. They could have killed the penalty. It's five minutes, so you could kill it off. You didn't have to give up four fucking goals. Well, you know what? Shit fucking happens, but fucking, I, ugh. That call just made me sick. I was legit, like, hot. I was like, are you kidding me? How about Ryan you... Whitney? <laughs> oh, Whitney was fucking. Are you fucking Whit kidding was... me? <laughs> Whit was fucking pissed. A lot of fucking former players and shit on Twitter were like, really? Five? Yeah, because it shouldn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It shouldn't even been a penalty. No, I, I get. Maybe you want to call the two for it. I get it. And people are like that's a legit cross check. I'm like, it's a. For people that never played, yes, they, there's a cross check and there's like a cross check shove is what I like to call. Right. It. And that's kind of which we see it all the time on faceoffs, on board plays, battles in front of the net. You see two guys, two hands up on the stick. They're they they cross check the guy basically and, and push him to get you know to try to gain positioning is what it is. And everybody's like, Well it's a it's a textbook cross check. Why did he even cross check him? Well, bud, because centers in the face off you're battling you fucking battle the other center center even after the pucks drop. So he's wanting to get through, so he shoves Joe out of the way. And honestly, yeah, I that sucked for uh fucking Pavelski. Like you don't want to see that happen. Mm -hmm. Him hit his head, like that's fucking terrible. He didn't do anything. People saying he embellished, shut up. You're an idiot. He's bleeding out like, of his fucking head. How's he, he, he embellishing? didn't embellish. He got he got cross check shoved, and yes, he was going off balance. Stasny was coming through to go out to the point to Burns. And that's when him and Joe collided. And Stasny didn't, like, shove him down. Stasny was, like, also put his hands up to, like, kind of, like, to push through him, to brace him. It just happened. It was a freak accident. Mm -hmm. And Joe goes down. If anything, call two on interference on Stasny. I don't know. Like, if you really wanted to call penalty on that. But there was no reason for the penalty to get called. Neither ref's hand went up. Until after they realized Pavs was fucking laying there, which was scary. I was like, holy shit, he's not moving at all. I was like, that's not good. Blow the fucking whistle. Mm -hmm. But they called a penalty. Of, it was reactionary. They were like, well, shit, we got to call something. Like, he's he's really hurt. It's like, mm -hmm. just because someone's hurt doesn't mean it has to be a penalty. Dude, I 100% agree. And this is like, you know, what I don't understand is that it was, like you said, it was a reaction call. Like, they saw the blood and like, oh, gotta got be five minutes. Like, no, it doesn't. Like, it, no. it was a freak accident. And on top of that, we talked about this last week on the podcast. I was saying like how uh, these refs now, they kind of like, especially on like a delay game penalty. Let's for example, uh, they have to huddle up and they're like, was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? Because they're unsure about the fucking call. If you're mm -hmm. unsure about a penalty, it shouldn't be a penalty. Plain and simple. Even if it was a penalty, I don't think like I don't think that if it should be called a penalty if they're if the referees are unsure about their decision making. Yeah, either that or and like as much as I hate reviewing plays and shit, taking the time review those plays. Like delay of games, some of them I think should get reviewed because some of them are like it's like really like was that an intentional delay of game? Was it this or that? And then like a play like this where it's like it's like uh, like Wit and Biz said like. The game's so fast, and there's going to be some human error. You don't see everything. You should be able to review that five-minute major. Right. And look at it and go, okay, is that actually really a five? Or I, is that, you I, know I, what, give him, give him a two. I agree on if that. If you want to. I think up to. plays that are five-minute majors, especially in the fucking playoffs, and that game seven is a prime example of why five-minute majors should be reviewed. 
Yeah, and not not all of them have to be like because obviously there's ones where like you the ref blatantly sees it and it's like no fuck you like they know what's a five or not but on certain plays where you're unsure or something like that yeah you should be able to review that because that is huge that's five straight minutes of fucking odd man hockey mm-hmm. and especially during the playoffs that that should have been reviewed should have reviewed should have never been called like I said feel bad for Pavs like fucking you don't want to see that happen to a guy. It was a freak accident. It, it, it just shouldn't have been called. And, and Eakin didn't even cross-check the guy in in the head. People were like, you got him up high. He got him in the chest. Yep. If if Pavs doesn't fall, no penalty gets called. 100%. Agreed. No penalty gets called. Just like the fucking 900 cross-checks Ryan O'Reilly took in the first 45 seconds, yeah. fifth of game like four from behind up against the boards that no were call. called until I think they finally put their hand up and were like, oh, shit. Ryo's fucking taking a he's gonna fucking be in a wheelchair soon if we don't call something no shit. you know we've seen worse calls and people are like well you know penalty's a penalty in the playoffs it's a completely different there's things that just get let go that's mm-hmm. the way it is it's and the players police it kind of themselves in that game you know then the refs will step in but this play was just i i was mad i was so i was so mad and i think it was uh Marshall Salt, you see his post-game interview, he's like, you want to give him a two, fine, they score on the power oh, plates, three to one, we still win that game. He said and they a, do. He said it's a fucking joke. It shouldn't have been a five-minute major, it let alone. fucking he's embarrassing. Like, Penal- he said, penalty, fine, give him two, and it's a three to one game. But that game, that changes everything, and it changes our season. Yeah, it, it, it was bad. I mean, and props to, you know, whatever San Jose to score four. I mean, that's it's impressive. Well, um, it, to San Jose's credit, they are sixth best. Sixth best, sixth best in the NHL on the power play. So, if you yeah. really kind of think about it, it's not that surprising that they scored that much on the pen- on the power play. Like, right, especially yeah. on a five minute major. Um, with that being said, Martin Jones is one lucky son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> after game five, his save percentage was a seven six nine. Yeah, that's horrible. Terrible. And how does Pete DeBoer not take him out? That's what I don't understand about this whole. This is the one thing that doesn't make sense to me. How are you not taking him out of the game of like the series? Like at that point, like you know, I mean, you know they won, but a seven six nine save percentage. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it paid off, but not really because if that five minute major doesn't happen, he lit up three fucking goals again in game seven, yep. and they would have lost that game. So. He finished out the I, series at nine oh zero uh, nine zero four, which still isn't that great. No, it's not. And I'm with you. I don't. I don't know how. I mean, I, I guess I do understand you. You know, if that's your guy, you stick with him. You give him that confidence. You don't want to shake things up too much or something. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I would have. I would have pulled him. Yeah, for sure. I would have. Too. <laughs> um, I don't I, even know who their backup is, but I would have done it. You know, uh, you know how St. Louis fans feel about Jake Allen. I can only imagine how San Jose fans were feeling. Um, aside from that whole play, though, it was one of the craziest, wildest third periods I've ever seen in my life. Was so oh. happy to see Vegas tie it up. Um, oh boy, so was I. However, you know, then you get to overtime, and then San Jose just played a better overtime again. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I felt like it was a little back. It kind of became a little back and forth in overtime for a little bit there. Like it was, it was, uh, it was a good pace, and then San Jose just they just kept the pr- the pressure up. But man, dude, Vegas. I'm almost glad they lost because those guys are so quick. They're so good at moving the puck, and they're just – I kept saying they're like – they're fucking relentless. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't know if I would want to play the playoff Vegas Golden Knights because they uh, they fucking bring it. I mean, they could have they could have easily gave up after giving up four goals, but yep. after they got even strength, they just fucking kept hounding and hounding and hounding and tied it up. And I was like, oh. I thought they were going to win in an OT. I really did. I was hoping for it, but credit to San Jose. You know that's why that's why these fucking things are seven games. Mm-hmm. That's why when even your team's down three to one, fucking can't start panicking as fans. You can't start one to make nine thousand changes. You just gotta fucking hope the boys fucking find the heart and pull it out. And yep, sure did. Um, now that being said, uh, you picked Vegas in six. I picked Vegas in seven. Should have had that one for me. It's bullshit. I should have had it. I sh- fuck. They should have <laughs> won it in game six. Those motherfuckers. I no thought doubt. I had it too. No doubt. But uh, San Jose moves on. Let's go to uh, Calgary, Colorado. Um, man, Colorado, I don't know if they look that good or did Calgary just play that bad? Uh, I'm going to say both. Like when I was watching it, I was just like, man, Colorado is – and we know this from watching them play. Every time the Blues play them, it's like a playoff game, I feel like. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's just two teams just fucking going to war. Yep. I think we play our best games against them for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, they they did their job, and Calgary just didn't – their guys just didn't – they couldn't finish. I mean, Johnny G, Johnny Ham and Cheese, he had his chances that he just couldn't – it's like the effort was there kind of from their top guys, but they just couldn't put it together. No, they, they couldn't. Just, they just didn't – I don't know what it was. They just couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure out Colorado. Colorado, to their credit, put together a hell of a system to beat them. And dude, fucking... Calgary, Calgary couldn't get anything going. I mean, it was basically no. it was a gentleman's sweep. They Calgary yeah. won game one, and then fucking that was it. They didn't <laughs> they didn't do anything else after that. Yeah, they did not look like the kind of the flames of the season. I think they I think they just tried to rely on skill too much. Yeah. I don't think they had that uh, playoff tenacity to handle the physicality that Colorado was going to bring. And I think Colorado, they just, I think they just wore them down. I mean, I yeah. think they just kept wearing them down and just taking over. And I think that McKinnon line, I think they fucking, they were putting up points, I think, weren't they? Yes. Yes, they were. Uh, um, I mean, Jesus. Nathan McKinnon has five assists. Uh, Miko Ratnan has nine points in that series alone. Yeah, and then uh, pretty sure Landeskog didn't have too bad of a series either. No, and um, fucking Colorado in games three and games five scored a combined eleven goals in those two games. Wow. Yeah. Well, and let's also uh, not forget to mention Colorado just went ahead and grabbed the Hobie Bakey, Hobie Hobie Bakey, Hobie Hobie Baker Award winner from uh, you know a couple weeks ago. Gets done with his college career. Oh, hey, kid, get get in the playoffs. We need you. They and went he's been to the fucking... grocery store and got some kale. Yeah, and he's been fucking steady. It's like, holy... I mean, who does that? Right. Who who does that in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, hey, GMs you. with uh, faith in their young players to fucking just come out and keep playing like how they did like in that season. Yeah. They're like, here, here's your, here's your chance. Go make something of it. Can you imagine if I was like a college kid or like a fucking like rookie in the NHL and I'm getting my chance in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm playing balls to the fucking wall, dude. I don't even think yep. I, would, I would be maybe a little bit nervous, but I'd be so fucking pumped up to play in that game. Like, oh, yeah. I'd be so excited. Like, 
Yeah. It'd and then awesome. to score to score in your first NHL game in the in your first playoff right. game. Crazy. It is crazy. Fucking it's just fucking nuts. Yeah. All right, uh let's move on. I had uh, Calgary in 5. Uh you had you had Calgary in 5 as well. Yep. And we were wrong. Uh yeah, yeah, we were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. It was we had the number of games, right? But it We was, did. Uh Colorado in 5. That it was. Yep. Um, so we got Colorado San Jose. Yep. Uh let's move on. Let's go to uh I no we already talked about that. Let's go to Boston Toronto. Um uh, seven game series. Uh we both said Boston in 7. We got one right. We did. We finally got one right. Um, man, just Toronto blowing it again, again against Boston too. Yep. Like, yep. Boston is their kryptonite. There's, I have nothing else to say about that. It's just Boston is Toronto's kryptonite. And they really was, are. Aside from the Blues, this is my second favorite series. Oh. Uh, there is some bad blood yeah. in this series. Yeah, it, it was just a fucking battle, and we knew it was gonna be. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Toronto just—I'm actually surprised Toronto got to Game Seven a little bit. Honestly, I think I always thought Boston was kind of the better team, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, you fucking have it right there. You had a chance to beat Boston, and you just fucking blow it. They just like that. What Boston came out? What like two three zero in the in game seven or something like that? Is that what it was? Yeah, Boston just came up. Uh, I think it was two nothing right away. Like, yeah. <laughs> which in this playoffs doesn't mean anything. No, no, it doesn't. But I mean, also you're like, oh shit, they came ready to play. Yep. And Toronto, Toronto did not. So they no, just didn't they have did not. Um, they don't have they don't have that grit yet. No, they don't. And I'm looking at Matthews had six points, but where was John Tavares in the series? In his pajamas, sleeping. He was nowhere, man. Nowhere to be found. And of course, you had to listen to fucking Frankie Borelli. Oh, it makes me so happy. Got to you oh know what? God. I hope the Islanders get swept in the next round just so because of Frankie I. Borelli. Even though I would love to see a Boston New York Islanders like Eastern Conference <sighs> final. Yeah, I know they're not big rivals, but just Boston, New York. Kid's such a schmuck. He is a schmuck. They fucking, they score a goal, and he's like, oh, my God, yeah, we're going to win. The game's over. And then they get scored against. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. Like, it's like, dude, like the Blues scored. Like, I think when Jaden Schwartz scored his goal, I was, like, amped up, did, like, a lap, and then I was like, 20 seconds left. There's still time. There's still time this game. And it can happen. I, like, you know, I... And he mm-hmm. has no understanding of how fucking sports work. Just fucking stick to s- s- doing pizza. <laughs> All right, cranky. Um, but your, yeah, your weak ass fucking playoff beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a whole lot to say. Bad blood. Um, fucking Boston. Just they ran away with the last two games, in my opinion. Um, uh, they probably had some proper twelve before the games. They probably did. They probably did. I mean, it's like. You look at these games that Boston won, though. Um, Toronto, the two out of the three games that Toronto wins are one-goal games. Uh, yeah. Every game that Boston won, it was four to one, six to four, four to two, and five to one. Jeez, there's that dark horse, Boston man. They turn it on when they have to, and that place was fucking buzzing. Yeah, yeah, they were. Edelman before the game chugging a beer, Stone Cold style. 
Stone Cold style. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, let's move on. Let's go to Washington, Carolina. Uh, you said Washington in four. I said Washington in five. Uh, we were wrong. <laughs> uh, Carolina <laughs> in seven. Uh, this series just – what a series. I mean, this was just a great series. These yeah. were now these were two teams that now I think matched each other in like and their play and everything. Yeah, and it was a it was a weird series. I feel like neither team really like like had a full edge on the other team. I mean, if you look at right. the scores, game 1 4 to 2, fairly close game. I'm not sure how, well, if there was an empty netter or not. Game 2, Caps go up 4-3 in overtime. So that was a close game. Game three, the Canes take it 5-0. It's like, holy shit, what the hell happened, Caps? Game four, another close one, 2-1. to one. Game five, Caps take it 6-0. There's an ass beaten. And then uh, game six, 5-2, I think there was like two empty netters there. But like each game, and then you know, obviously game seven, we get double OT, 4-3. Like, uh, it was just like, it, it was just mainly a battle, except for like the two games that there were like blowouts. Mm-hmm. It was just like... <laughs> I don't know, man. Props to the Canes. And yep. then fucking uh, Rob Rob Brindamore, whatever he's got that team believing in. I mean, fuck. I'd go through a wall for that guy, too. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Justin Williams, though. What a captain. What a guy, dude. Just a Just, great... a... Just awesome. Yeah. Just fucking awesome. This is ninth game seven last night like it's unreal yeah and he's he's the uh nhl leader in game seven points he got his 15th last night on that uh game winner on the mm-hmm. assist my uncle texted me last night he goes justin williams is gonna score in overtime he's gonna be the game winner and then he got that assist he goes well i was almost right he was still in that play <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the guy's what like 30 35 or 37 yeah, or he's something he's up there he's been in the nhl for a while yeah he's got three cups i believe Two with L.A. And, and the friend, the Carolina's first one. Was he really? Yeah. Him and uh, him and Rob. Rob Brindamore. They were teammates on that team. Justin Williams was with Carolina when they won the Cup? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? No doubt. Yeah. He's a hell of a leader, guy. He, he really is. Uh, I mean, fuck. <laughs> that team. <laughs> I mean... I thought the Caps were just going to blow it out in Game Seven. I really did. I was like, Ovechkin, Ovechkin's going to take over. It kind of started, dude. I texted you. I was like, Caps are dominating, and I left. Yeah. And I met my grandpa at the casino. And my uncle texted me. He goes, "Are you sure about that?" I'm like, well, "What's the score?" He goes, three, three in the third. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Ran over to like the bar and was just watching the third period. And I looked at my grandpa, and my grandma. I'm like, "I'm running home before overtime starts." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I ended up falling asleep. Watch people like, oh, what hockey fans? Shut up! I had some medical stuff I had to do yesterday. It makes me tired. I passed out. I wake up. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I look at the TV. The puck is dropping for overtime. Dude. I was like, what in the fuck is going on right now? How about? Did you see the play in the third period? Though? McGinn, fucking the puck's getting ready to cross that line, and yeah. McGinn slides over and fucking knocks that puck out of the way. If he doesn't knock that puck out of the way, Washington wins that game. Yep. Yep. Hell, it's the same way when uh. Well, it wasn't really Pareko, but when Winnipeg's guy knocked that puck out of the crease, oh. if they go up 3-0, I, I, I don't know if the Blues are able to fight back from that one. I, yeah. don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, but 
Yeah, the plays like that are just... <laughs> it's unreal. It's like the hockey gods are just like watching over for a team every once in a while. and No doubt. Yeah, and then he gets the game winner, correct, McGinn? Uh, I think it was McGinn. Fucking I think it was McGinn we got the game winner. Unbelievable celebration. Oh, God. I've... <laughs> Him jumping up and down. I love that sticking stuff. out. He yeah, just, his belly's out. What so, about uh, Marazic when he's skating down to celebrate the team and he just starts? He's like, "I'm just gonna slide to him." Like, just does a belly slide. Yeah. Shout out to Marazic, man. He uh, he's a hell of a goaltender, and he got fucking cross checked in the overtime. Did you see that? Yeah, got fucking ran. Hey, if you guys want to talk about what could be a penalty or not, that should have been one. But like, you know, whatever. But I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I was like, I could have probably been called, but it wasn't. Okay, whatever. Game on. Keep playing. Game on. Well, I yeah. love how in the first uh, – I love how uh, Carolina gets a penalty for delay a game. But the exact same thing happened to Washington not even, like, five minutes prior and no call. Right. Yeah. <laughs> eh, figure it out, Stripes. Yep. It was McGinn. Figure I'm watching the out. highlights right now. Was it? Yeah, a little Jaden Schwartz-esque. Yep. That's what the uh, Eddie Olchek said. He goes, "This is he reminds me of Jaden Schwartz against the Jets." Yeah, because so I said I was there. I was like, "Holy shit, little Jaden Schwartz action!" And I was like, oh, "I was going to tweet it," and then he said it, and I was like, "Oh, now people are going to be like, you yeah, because Eddie Olchek said it." <laughs> and uh, one last thing about the series: uh, what I really liked uh, was uh, Ovechkin and Williams in the handshake line because um, yeah. they were battling against each other in the series. And there was a play; I think it was in game. Uh, might have been in game six, maybe. Uh, somebody, uh, Ovechkin went to hit somebody. The guy moved out of the way, and Ovechkin skating by their bench doing the chicken dance. <laughs> and the next <laughs> oh, shift, yeah. Ovechkin drills Williams. Like, Williams' stick goes, almost hits Pierre, like, in the yeah. face. And they were mouthing each other from the benches. So I think it's kind of cool, just like at the end of every series when they handshake. And I think you said this like on Twitter, you know, it's nothing personal. It's just business. Yeah. I think that's, I think, uh, kind of when, uh, Pat Maroon and, and, uh, Lonnie, Lonnie were going through, they, you know, stopped him, you know, and Hey, we had jobs out there. We were the two guys that had to take the role to try to spice our teams up and get it going. And that, that's what it is. You know, yep. that's why some people are like, Oh, fucking Lonnie, he's being fucking cheap out there. You're going to go to Maroon. And it's like, I get it. It's it's team, You want to hate it. But like, as a, as me and you both know, it's like, he's, He's kind of well. It really shouldn't be his job. His job's to snipe, but he's also a tough son of a bitch. And yeah, he, he's got to play. The other teams got to have guys that play that role too. So it's like I don't, I don't hate Line at all for doing what he's doing. You, that's Dude, part of that. That's chirping. what you have to do, man. It's chirping. One of the only trips I yeah. didn't like was uh, Kessler the Bacchus in like the playoffs in '09. I thought that was like a little below the belt. Like, oh yeah, say hi to Kelly for me. It's like, come on, man, leave the like, yeah. leave the family like out of it. Like, right? Don't go there. Come on, bud. Yeah. Um, but Bro, other than that, yeah. I mean, that's just hockey tripping. Like, yeah, go back to the players, buddy. I can't have the same amount of points as you. Yeah, go dye your fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the minors longer than me, you dumb fuck. Dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta say shit? I think that's what he says after. Stop doing like, stupid shit. Go dye your stop hair. Doing, stop doing stupid shit, man. Yeah. Um, is this just playoff hockey? Before we go and talk about the last two uh, series in the playoffs, let's go ahead and. Uh, because, I mean, we're going to stick on that for a minute. But uh, let's go prediction time for the Eastern Conference for the second round, quarterfinals. Um, Boston, Columbus, who do you have? 
Oh, God. Uh, I have Boston in seven. Yeah, I'm going to go Boston. I'm going to say... I'll say Boston in, like, six. I, I think... Columbus has been sitting for a little bit, and I really do think that does affect teams. You know, after they just came off a fucking sweep, which you're thinking, like, they got all this momentum, but, you know, you're away from hockey for a few days, waiting for shit to finish up. You're, you're getting the itch. It's like, come on, we got to keep this ball rolling. And yep. Boston's coming off a fucking war. So it's like, oh, they're probably tired, but they're also amped up. That's, uh, you know, they keep that they keep that effort rolling. So... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Boston in six. I'd love for it to go seven. I'd even I'd love for Columbus to even pull out a win. I think it'd be awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, either way, I'll be happy. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'll say Boston six. Nice. Um, yeah, I got Boston seven. Man, I mean, if Boston just sticks to their game, I, they're gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, next, uh, Carolina, New York Islanders. Uh, I have Carolina in seven. Carolina in five, Todd. Ooh, Carolina in fucking five. I don't think the Islanders are ready for the surge. You know what? I sounded like an idiot last week. I said the surge is going to get shut down. The power is going to get shut off. I was wrong. I will eat that. I'll eat my words like the idiot I was. The surge is on. The generators are running. (laughs) It's never going off. Carolina in five. I don't give a fuck. You see that team? Did you see that team? The heart, the passion. Rob Brindamore firing them up at Justin Williams. You got, you got Aho, whatever his name is, Sebastian. Sebastian Aho. Aho. Yeah, I'm I'm for it. Dude, he's, he five. flies, man. Oh God, he's quick. And he used to play on uh, Islanders. Yeah, he did. So sure did. Should be a good series. Should be a good series. Uh, yeah. Next up, Colorado San Jose. Oh Jesus! I got Colorado in six because I just don't think, I just don't think that Martin Jones can. Keep up, man. I, I don't think you can either. for San Jose is a big question mark, and you're going to be missing Pavelski possibly for the whole series. So, I th- yeah, like I just don't see it. I don't see San Jose moving moving past this round, and I got so I got Colorado in six. Uh, I'm going to go Colorado in seven. Oh. Uh, I think they I think they battle it out, but yeah, I think yeah, if unless Martin Jones stands on his head, which. Uh, which who knows? I don't think he will, but no. Uh, it's going to be a battle, man. I don't know. It might be some. We might see just some low scoring hockey. Like, these are two, two tough physical teams that they got skill, but they also grind it out. Mm-hmm. So it's going to, you know, they can't afford. There's too much skill on each side where you can't afford to, you know, just hey, we're going to play offensively this game because you can get burnt by San Jose's defense, even. And you know, if you yep. play too passive fucking Colorado's offense is going to burn you. So I don't know. It'll, uh, it'll be a fucking battle. Yep. Um, all right, let's go to this last two, uh, series that we didn't talk about purposely left it for last. Uh, we got Dallas Nashville. Um, again, this series I think was very telling for how Dallas is. And to me, Dallas, if they don't have Ben Bishop, uh, I don't think that they would win that series personally. No. Um, and he's kind of the only person that scares me for Dallas. Uh, Dallas kind of struggled with Nashville, and I don't think Nashville played good hockey. No, I don't think either team really played good hockey. 
No, I, not at all. Like it was kind of sloppy. And this is not me trying to talk shit on Dallas. I really didn't like that series was very sloppy back and forth. The only game that Dallas really came away with and actually played really good hockey was game four. And when they won five to one, but you look yeah. at all these other games, they're all one goal games. Two of them are in overtime. Like, right. And, and I don't think they were really like battles either. It's no, just like Nashville did hockey. not look good, dude. Nashville was asleep. Like, Nobody did anything for Nashville. The the Roman Yossi had the most points for Nashville at four points, and Dallas Jeez. could barely beat them. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Like, Nashville did not look like the Nashville that like kind of you know scared me a bit in the playoffs when we had to play them. No, and what's fucking telling to me is that Saros was a nine five two in this series, but I think he only played one game, which I think that's why his uh, save percentage is so high. But Pecorino yeah. did not look like Pecorino in this series. But no. Ben Bishop's fucking nine four five save percentage, though. Whew. But then again, you're also playing against a team that was not playing good hockey. So of course, the right. numbers are going to be a lot higher. And most of these games were three to two, three to two, um, two to one, two to one. Like, like, and that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, every game was a one-goal game. You look at Dallas winning game five, which was five to three, but it's a five to three because they scored uh, an empty netter at the end. It was a one-goal right. game throughout the whole game. And if Dallas is struggling with Nashville, I yeah. think, um, I don't I don't know. Dallas just doesn't look that tough to me. Uh, granted, now you go back on the regular season against us and Dallas destroyed us, but Winnipeg also destroyed us in the regular season. Right. So. I will I will say probably another plus for Dallas is that Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan didn't look too awful. No. Uh, Radulov looked good. Yeah, they seem to have, you know, maybe found a little, little pep in their step for the playoffs, which is what I was worried about with Dallas. I said, unless they can bring it all together, I don't know if they'll be able to beat, like, a, a Nashville team that was – that. You know, if they would have played like Nashville, Dallas wouldn't have won the series, in my opinion. But yeah, I agree. They they came across a Nashville team that wasn't Nashville, and you they know, didn't really play that well against them. And, and no, and no. like your the highest point getter was Radulov, and he only had six points. Like that's not that much for a six game series. Like right. And Tyler Sagan is the winner is the highest faceoff winner for that team. And his face-off percentage is a 49%. That's Jeez. not good. Like, No, it's not. Ben Bishop won <laughs> them that series. Yeah, he scares me a bit. He scares me a bit, but uh, if the Blues keep – the Blues can pepper him, keep peppering, keep peppering, keep peppering. If the Blues play – on net. If the Blues play like how they did in any of the games that the Blues won, Dallas is not going to be able to keep up. I don't think so either. So let's go to uh, – oh, well, yeah, by the way, you had Nashville in six. I had Nashville in six as well. We got the number of games right. We did. Just the wrong team. And we almost got it right. Yeah, we almost did. But I do remember us both saying, like, hey, we won't be surprised if, if Dallas does pull this out because we both were like, Dallas can – they're kind of pain in the asses when it comes to the playoffs. They'll, they'll make well, you fight for it. But That – and I think me and you both agreed that Nashville just hasn't played good hockey going into no. the playoffs. And I think, like – yeah, they won the division, but they weren't moving like in the standings for a while. Them and Winnipeg weren't moving, right? And Dallas kind of barely squuck, like snuck into the playoffs, like at the end. Like, I don't know. 
yeah. not trying to talk too much shit on Dallas because I want good karma here, but they just, I they, don't know. They, they don't, they don't scare me. Like they really don't, especially after no, watching that series. They don't scare me. Yeah. The only person that scares me, like we said, is Ben Bishop. Like yep. that's, that's the key right there. And good goaltending can win you games. So mm-hmm. we, we just got to find a way to beat them. It's got a, it's got a lot of shots. It's yep. just got to be shot. We have to fucking pepper the shit out of him yep. and get him working. Cause we can, you try to, you can wear him down. You know, something's going to squeak in, yep. you know, we I can't agree. just rely on, you know, we can't just try to find the good shot and the perfect shot every time. You just got to fucking fire away on him. Yep. Totally agree. All right. Uh, next up, here we go. St. Louis Blues, Winnipeg. We both were correct and said Blues in six. Woohoo! Um, just a great series, man. Back and forth. Uh, it's good playoff hockey. Um, and I'm yeah. even saying that to be biased. Like, it was good playoff hockey. Both teams yeah. looked like they wanted it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I, I don't think the scores of the games really give credit to just how fucking part of a series this was. I mean, obviously, we had the one bad game. Mm-hmm. Game three, where we just didn't play blues hockey. Right. But other than that, like, even the game four we lost, I mean, you know, we 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 looked at that. Well, that went to overtime, right? When? Game four. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you know, we looked we looked better. It was it wasn't easy. I mean, Winnipeg could have Winnipeg could have easily won this series too. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're a tough fucking team. They really are. They can wear you down, and they they try to do it to us, but we just <laughs> we didn't give up, which is something we haven't really seen in the playoffs sometimes for the last few years. Sometimes where we've gotten down, and it's like where the fuck's the effort at? But they uh, Blue showed heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was game <laughs> game six was finally it. We for the first time that I can actually remember, we looked like a fucking playoff team. Like we came out flying. There was a line where we had three straight hits in a row, and the <laughs> Scott or Enterprise Center was just fucking buzzing, dude. Yep. I don't think I've ever heard Enterprise Center as loud as I've heard it on that game six. And that's even. <clears throat> I'm even predicting. I mean, not predicting. I'm even comparing it to game seven against Chicago. It was fucking yeah. loud at Enterprise Center. Yeah. And Jaden Schwartz, Hattie. Jaden Schwartz just a fucking becoming a hero for St. Louis right now. <laughs> fucking two days before that, we're all like, fucking send, sit Schwartz, switch him with somebody, put him on the fourth. No line, doubt. Do something with him. And uh, credit to him, man. Yeah. And credit to uh, Braden Shen's stick, or excuse me, skate. Because uh, if it wasn't for <laughs> Braden Shen's skate malfunctioning. Yeah. Um, we don't get Bozak on that line, and Bozak just putting that perfect puck to Schwartz's stick for the goal. Um, man, Tyler Bozak, how consistent has he been in this series? He may be so he, consistent. He legit might be our best player we have right now in the playoffs. Uh, he's yeah, just yeah. been consistent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, he scored some key know, goals too. People were kind of like, you know, why do we sign this guy? He isn't doing like, he's not putting up a shit ton of points in the regular season. Well, no shit, he wasn't going to dumbasses. <laughs> he's done his job all year, but they he's a veteran. You know, the playoffs are like, and he's, I mean, you just see it in his face, in the in his uh, body language out there, just like uh, how much he wants it, like each yep. shift. Like he's, he's not going to lose a battle. The puck is his. You're going to try to get by him. He's going to hit you. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. He's been him and Pat Maroon have just been two fucking workhorses out there for us in the playoffs. They have that whole line has been Thomas. Oh, I thought yeah. was a little shaky at first. 
His but, first game. His first game, we were both like, what the fuck's he doing out there? Yeah, and he's been taking a couple dumb penalties here and there, too. But yeah, the later on the that, series one, he's found his game, and he's fucking been playing good, man. I think those penalties also come with he's a fucking 18, 19-year-old kid in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, which, like, you hate to say. It's like, well, refs shouldn't think that way. I'm not saying they think that way, but it's kind of – it's just – it's kind of almost like part of the game. You almost oh, like yeah. it's unspoken of where it's like, you know, hey, it's the young kid out there trying to hack and slash against a fucking veteran or something like that. You know, right. the refs are going to they're more likely to call it on the fucking young kid, and, well, which sucks just how it is. But, yeah, other than that, his game's been after the, game one. I thought he found his game. Yeah. The one game that pisses me off, though. Um, well, fuck. Was it game three or four when the penalties? It was penalties galore. Like. For both teams, too. And they were weak calls for both teams. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, even Bissonette was like, hey, ref, keep the fucking whistle out of your fucking mouth and let the boys play hockey. Like, you're slowing I, down the game. You're killing momentum for both teams. Like, let them play hockey. Like, I think it was game four. I think it was. But it was, like, constant penalty after penalty after penalty yeah. after penalty. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, this is the playoffs. Like, yeah. Because it, I remember we got a penalty. Winnipeg got a penalty called on him. I think it was game four. It was a slashing penalty and that wasn't it was like a slash? A, yeah. And I, I think I had texted you, and I was like, I mean, I don't know. I think it was my other buddy. And I was like, that was weak. Oh, it was horrible. I was like, that was a bad call. Yeah. I'll take the penalty all day. Sure, call. I'll take it. Because nothing like, call. I think it was a slash on Maroon. I think it was Shifley, uh, Shifley on Maroon, I think is who it was. And Maroon doesn't even react to it. He just skates through it. Like, yeah. I'm like, how can you call that? Like, yeah. Well, another reason I hate it, like, call it, like, I'm also like, oh man, that was a weak call on them. I don't like that. Is because if a ref knows it was a weak call, that means we're due to get a call on us. Yep. You know, it, it's, we're, that means we're due for, for a makeup call or they're going to call something weak on us. And it's like, you, you hate to see that. You, you don't want that in the game. Just mm-hmm. let them fucking, let them play. Right. And uh, one telling thing that I think the Blues have over Dallas for the next series, and you know what? Let's get into it. Let's get into the uh, Dallas uh, Dallas Blues series, last series to talk about. Um, one thing that really sticks out to me for this Blues against the Dallas is um, face-offs. Tyler Bozak is a 55% on face-offs right now. And What's think, Ryan O'Reilly, like a 93? Uh, it's a show. What is it? Just give me the Bozak. Let me look. Let me look. Statistics. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Mark Stahl. Eric Stahl. Jordan oh, Stahl. Jordan Stahl. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, uh, Ryan O'Reilly's a 53.45%. Yeah, dude, This is that's a very telling thing. In uh, this playoffs, especially this series moving forward, uh, Blues, that's one thing the Blues were always struggled with in the postseason was face-offs and not winning yep. the face-off and containing that puck and getting possession of the puck right away. If the Blues have two players over 50% winning face-offs and the highest for Dallas is a 49%, that's a very telling number, especially moving forward for this playoffs. And on top of that, Dallas takes a lot of penalties. Dallas had 16 penalties in the last series, which some may say might not be a lot. But if Nashville scores on any of those power plays in that series, 
that's a different series. Nashville wins the game. Nashville wins half those games. Yeah. What did you say? What they were for the power play, like zero for fourteen or something? Nashville was zero and sixteen on the power play. They did not yeah. score once on the power play. So if the Blues score one time on a power play in a one goal game, it's a different fucking ball game. Like, yeah, and. Like you said, if Nashville can score on those power plays, they win. I mean, we saw it happen. To, whenever they were beaten up, when we played them in that series, what, in 16? or Did we see them in 17? Who? Nashville? Yeah, it's 17. And, they, I mean, they were beating us on the power play. Every time they got a power play, P.K. Subban was putting the fucking puck in the net. Oh, Subban killed us. And it killed us. And, yeah, you're 100% right. If they can score on a fucking – if they can score on the power play – completely different Mm -hmm. completely different series and our penalty kills are equal i mean even on the season we're equal on penalty kills uh i mean like i said nashville i mean this that number right there oh and 16 on the power play just that just proves our point that dallas struggled against a not good nashville team like yeah yeah and, and nashville is like pretty damn good on the power play too and that's what like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. halfway through the season, they just stopped scoring on the power play. So it's like, man, if Dallas plays a different team and there's one goal games, and you're playing a team that can score on the power play, it's Nashville or Dallas is going to struggle. And I think this is where the Blues are going to come in and actually might like really take it to Dallas. Yeah, I mean, special teams are key in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We all know that. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm hoping we do. I'm really hoping we fucking come out tonight. I think we will. I think we. I think we find a new pep in our step. I think we're going to see our top line. I think I think they're going to break out. I could. Oh my god! I could kind of. I could kind of sense it. I could kind of sense it the last two games. Like watch a little bit. I'm I'm really key on watching Vladdy because I like to defend him a bit. But yeah, I could just tell the way he was attacking the puck when he didn't have it, or mm-hmm. so he he was he's trying to fucking get the puck and put that thing in the net. The, I, say- I don't think there's a lack of effort from that line. It's just it's just if they can get if they can get one game of clicking. Mm-hmm. I I think that the the fucking wheels are going to get turning. And Vladdy's biggest issue, and he has this issue in the in the regular season too. If he doesn't score, if he's only scoring on the power play, and he's not scoring on the like five on five, he has he struggles scoring. But once he gets that one goal, that's five on five, dude, he's off and he's watch off out and running. Yeah, like all he needs yeah. is that one goal, and then there comes Vladdy. Like yep. Vladdy starts flying, dude. And yeah. I think game six was the only game I thought Vladdy played a bad game. Like, and that's, yeah. but it was okay though, because the blues played probably their best game. Mm-hmm. That was probably uh, one of the best blues playoff games I've ever seen was game seven or game oh, six. Oh, all around from every line. Well, that's, I was thinking this they last held night. They picked was... one shot in the second period. Incredible. That's insane. incredible. Yeah. And I was going to say, I was kind of like thinking about this earlier. I'm just kind of going through talking about the blues today and, the best thing you can have is when your top line's not doing stuff is when you have fucking three, two, three other lines that are going. Yep. That's how you win playoff series. That's how you win a Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want your top line to fucking do great, but guess what? When you have your fucking team, like we are playing for each other and you pick those guys up, when you guys got, when you got guys like fucking Sundquist, uh, when you guys got like Robbie Fabry, Robbie Fabry, who comes off of fucking not playing much in the season, Dude, doesn't play the first couple games. He's gonna score. And he's soon. out there, bu- yeah, and he's out there busting ass. You got guys picking up the so-called slack of that the top line, maybe not putting the puck in the net. 
That's how you fucking win games. That's how you win series. You got to have fucking four lines going. Yep. Three, four lines going, and that's what we have. We have we have depth. And like you said, Sunquist fucking workhorse. Yeah, dude. And that like, guy doesn't quit. What you said exactly. If you look back at these games, uh, again, like other teams and stuff, especially when they get later, like later's into the third period or overtime periods, they don't roll their fourth line a lot. No. And the Blues roll our fourth line like it's a top line, and. That's where you're 100% correct. We have the death. Finally, we fucking finally have death in, in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. And Even a guy like Steen's looking like, I mean, you know, it's Steen, but he looks like a little bit kind of almost like a playoff Steen. He's, he's out there working. Everybody's working. Dude, you know who looks fucking awesome right now? And I, and I know you might give me shit, but you know who looks awesome right now? DP57? No. Oh. Uh, Petro? Nope. Gunner? Yep. Bo Gunner. Yep. Carl yeah, Gunnarsson looks Gunner fucking look good, good, and he looks mean, dude. Yeah. He's hitting people, like, left yeah. and right. Fucking Bowmeister is hitting people. Like, yeah, I, I know. I saw it. It was game six. I said, who the fuck's that guy? Dude, our defense is stepping it up. I, the, the only person I wish that would hit just a little more is Pareko. But other than that, Pareko's yeah. playing a good – Pareko's playing consistent hockey right now. Like – and that's yeah, what you need. Our, that's all you need in the playoffs. You just need to be consistent. Steady, consistent. And yep. a lot of props to Vince Dunn as well. He fucking did a phenomenal job shutting down line A for a couple games yep. in top lines uh, for a fucking 20-something-year-old fucking rookie. Yeah. And yeah then I, we, our uh, D got, just looks good. We put Gunnarsson in with Petrangelo in the games five and six. I mean, that those two together have actually looked really good. Only still yeah. thing about Petrangelo, and it happened in game five. Also, like right away, he was out of position on two goals. It's uh-huh. like just stay. That's the only criticism I have on Petrangelo right now, and I don't like Petrangelo. But that's my only criticism on Petrangelo: stay in position, stop chasing, yeah. stay in position. Yep, that's why I think him and Dunn worked so well together when they were paired because mm-hmm. Dunn was able to be the guy that's kind of free running around a little bit, yep. uh, and Petra was able to stay home and be a smart right. defenseman. So. And- Credit to Petrangeli, has six points, leading our team in points yeah. right now, six. Uh, I don't think he's going to continue to lead our team in points, especially if Schwartzy keeps fucking scoring. So, <laughs> Yeah. And goddamn, man, if that top line gets going, Blues look legitimately scary. Like, Yeah. Like, if that means we're going to have four lines that are scoring, if, if that top line gets scoring. Because we have three already. Right. And if those Fab- guys get going, watch out. Fabry is due. Fabry has almost scored in both games he has played, like several times. Yeah, that looks like the Robbie Fabry of uh, like when we first fucking got him. And and, and oh, just buzzing. Oh, oh, wait, who? What podcast said play Robbie Fabry? Because in the last few games of the regular season, it looks like Fabry found his game again. Uh, I believe that was us. Was that us? Was that us? It's the fellas here at Offended said, hmm. Hmm. put him in." Fucking love Ruby. Fucking relentless. Yeah. Skating. Yeah. Skate at 1 o'clock at Millsmore. I'm just kidding. Just fucking kidding. And uh, I just want to point out to Ruby, the best thing he did was fucking game five. Switching up five lines. minutes in the second period, switching up those lines. Mm-hmm. It threw Winnipeg off. Threw him off and fucking got the fucking wheels going for the guys. Hey, Hitch, that's how you switch up lines. You act yeah. like you keep the lines the same when you know you're switching them up, like, right away. 
Like, and you yep. don't continue to switch up the lines throughout the game. You keep it. You just roll with that for the rest of the game. Then, dude, that threw Winnipeg off. I don't care yeah, what anybody says. Winnipeg could not contain us after that. Nope. Nope. Great call by him. He, uh, dude, he. And I like that about Barube. Yeah, dude. He, he's gonna and he's not gonna throw the lines off too much. He's gonna try to keep them together because he knows, you know, he does. Those guys are trying to build chemistry. It's easier right. for him to keep the lines together. He has faith in his guys, which is huge. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way. Where Hitchcock was fucking flip flopping everybody. Guys don't know what's going on. It's fucking dude. One good one thing that sticks out to me too about Baruby is uh, him and Ott. And you can just tell they they act like they're still playing in some ways. Yes, like, yes. And you could tell they're a player's coach and like fucking. After games one and two, fucking Ott and Barubi are chirping at the Winnipeg. Like, yeah. it's hilarious. It's like, you know, you guys aren't playing, right? I love it. I fucking love uh, it. Yeah. It's huge, man. You need, like, you kind of need those former player coaches that have been there. They've been through the playoff grind, that, and they were tough sons of bitches because you need that tough mentality in the playoffs. Yep. And so there are players that might not, they not they don't have always have the tough mentality, but if you can fucking put it in their mind come playoff time, they're gonna follow you, and this these players have said, hey, we, you know, we, we're we're behind this guy. We trust him, and you know, and he gets them fired up. And I would too. He's a scary motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Fucking embarrassing. I love it. I love it. I just love seeing them getting all hyped up, like after the games and stuff. I'm like, man. Oh yeah. This is great. It's great, and they like that. It's little things like that that help out the team, man. They really yep. help out the team. Yep, go a long way. Yep, they really do. All right, so uh, who do you got? Blues, Dallas. Who do you got? Um, I'm gonna go with another Blues and six. Blues and six. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. I think some. I think somehow Dallas squeaks a couple here or there. I don't know. I have the Blues and five. Okay, that was gonna be. That was. I was leaning towards that a little bit, but figured you would say five. I want to be surprised at five. I could see us doing it in five, definitely. I can't. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we sweep them, honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I mean, I, I honestly, if the Blues play, if the Blues play anywhere near like how they did in game six for every game, Dallas will not keep up. Nope. There's no, no way. No, I don't think any team can keep up with the Blues if they play the way that they played in game six. I haven't seen a team play that the as well as the Blues did in game six because it's not that Winnipeg is a bad team. Too. No. Winnipeg, I honestly believe if Winnipeg won that series, I think Winnipeg goes to the finals. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say anything right now, but I might think the same way about the Blues. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if they, like I said, if they can play Blues hockey, it's a pretty clear path to the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, and after watching that first round, just judging on the first round alone, I think the Blues and Jets were the two best teams out of the West. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll give maybe Colorado like a third. Mm-hmm. Cause I think they, I think they played really well. Just Cal- Calgary looked worse than they looked better. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you. And Jordan Bennington, man. Whew. Thank you, Winnipeg for starting to chant. Do I, you look nervous? Cause that ever since they started that chant, you know, the blues never looked back. Yeah backfired on you and i love this guy's mentality he fucking he takes the puck after the one game and then he skates off the ice after the other yep. game oh yeah they love didn't it. celebrate he's like let's he go didn't celebrate he gave him the head now to get shen shen was like wait what yeah he's like, right, like let's go 
No. We set a we tone. We got work to do. Dude, we that's, just go. a, that's We're setting a tone. We'll celebrate when we win the series. We're not done yet. Yep. I love where his fucking head's at. We didn't come here to take part. We came here to take over. Yep. And uh, love it. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I had one last thing said. Oh, and to uh, Hellebuck, real quick. Dude, you are a fucking douchebag, by the way. <laughs> Don't make excuses. Fucking just be humble. The yeah. better team won, and leave it at that, man. Like, how can yeah. you fucking go through... How can you fucking start making excuses like that? That fucking pissed me off so bad. I was like, how can you sit there and literally just start making excuses? Like, look at Austin Matthews when he lost. He goes, hey, better team won. We did not play our hockey. We did not play good. That's <laughs> right. humble. That's a humble defeat. And that's yep. a good player. Hollebuck, what are you doing? Yeah. What excuses do they even have? Like they didn't play bad. No, they didn't play bad at all. Like, <laughs> like why? Yeah, like I don't know why they're. That's why. That's what made me mad. I'm like, dude, you guys didn't play bad. You guys are putting your heads too low. That's and that's the biggest thing. I think it shows. And then we talked about this before. Uh, apparently, there was some divide in the locker room, and I think it's kind of shows on just like on stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, like I don't know. I would never. I just. I just don't like the excuses. I never liked yeah. anybody when they lose, they make excuses. I never liked it. Yeah, I don't either. It's like, you know, obviously Vegas has a little bit of an excuse on that game seven, but Which is you know, that's even, a little different because that's out but, of their yeah. that's out of their control. Right, but even then I think something they'd be like, Hey, you know, San Jose that's a that's a good fucking team over there. You yeah. know, they could have you know, when the Blues lost two games in a row to them and you know, Barube the guys, like, Hey, that's it's a, it's a hell of a team over there, you know, yep. and it's not gonna be easy. Yep. And fucking for hell about to throw excuses out like hey man you guys are a good fucking team like right. what are you upset like, i get i mean i know why you're upset but like dude excuses right. really like no the better team just won exactly exactly yeah. all right well that about wraps it up for here on, on offended with our offended hockey talks episode uh let's hit them with the hat trick and get on out of here uh my hat trick uh Number one, um, Craig fucking Berube leading this team, leading the charge. I fully believe it. Uh, he is. Uh, we got our captains. We got our leaders on the ice. But that guy put a message out, and the boys are fucking following. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Jaden Schwartz making us all fucking eat our foot. I'm okay with it. I'll eat. I'll, I'll eat all my feet. I'll, I'll eat bitch my about, whole foot. Who should we bitch about now? So that way they wake up. Uh, fucking Tarasenko sucks. Yeah, fuck you, Tarasenko. <laughs> should have been traded. Go back to the KHL. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but Jaden Schwartz, fucking stepping up when we need him to. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, fucking. I, I think. I think we might get the Jaden Spark. Jaden Sparks. Jaden Schwartz. Spark before he uh, would take injuries and he'd play his ass off a couple seasons ago. Mm-hmm. I think we get that Schwartz back now. And uh, number three, play Gloria, boys. Play, play Gloria. Gloria. Let's go. Let's fucking go, baby. Um, all right, my number one. I just got to shout out Paul Bissonnette real quick. for. Uh, my number one goes to Paul Bissonnette just for uh, fucking, fucking ripping that Paul Gackle guy that – found that <laughs> in tweets. Uh, he was yeah. like, dude, that's a little fucked up to like wait until the night before game one and mm-hmm. fucking start talking about that shit. You're just trying to get him off his game. And he's like, the 
best nuts. Like the tweets weren't even that bad. Like yeah. he's like, he was young and he even came out and said, Hey, you, when you're young, you make mistakes and you learn from those mistakes. I thought he handled that well. Yep. And, and Bisnet was just basically like, fuck you, dude. Don't even like, he's like, you should take your reporting. you like, nobody, you shouldn't be able to report on anything anymore. Like, <laughs> nope. It should get your license like revoked on that. Like, I yep. I totally agree. Yep. Um, with that, that's my number one. My number two, um, I love playoff hockey. Like, I just love playoff hockey. Like, it's the best. Nothing's better. And that round one, man, that round one, one of the best round ones of playoff hockey I've ever seen. Um, upsets galore, game sevens, overtimes. I mean, just that's what you want. You want drama. You want exciting hockey. And every, yep. it's just, I was so entertained. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I add on to that? Yeah. Real quick. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say this because I forgot to say it earlier. To people complaining that some of these, you know, not having these top teams and blah, blah, blah in the next round – isn't good for hockey you're an idiot right you're a complete fucking idiot trust me i get it you want the big markets in there and eh, it's gonna pull it in nah 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 shut up half of you don't even watch <laughs> nah, nah, nah. the team the, the hockey fans of boston's and fucking new york and toronto whatever all those fucking guys chicago you don't even watch any other team except your own so shut up you know you wouldn't watch anyway if you weren't a fucking if you didn't have them winning this is great for hockey why? Because it's good for the fucking future. If you get teams like Carolina and Columbus, if they go further and further in these playoffs, uh, you know, the, the the Blues, you know, that's good. Because then for next season, this means that, oh, shit, these teams could make it. And mm-hmm. if they keep making it, you start in these new playoff rivalries. You're yep. starting, you're getting these matchups where you're like, hey, anybody, somebody, they, they could beat them. Columbus could beat the Caps again. Right. Columbus could beat Pittsburgh. Columbus could beat fucking, you know, Joe Schmo, and it's it's good for the future of this game. You don't want the same right. fucking eight teams always making it to the final four or whatever every that's, year. That's exactly like I get I it. The Katie last time, like it's a breath of fresh air from the NHL right now. It's a breath of fresh air for the playoffs. The only really team that's is. like that's been there is Boston. Like, yeah, and, and if and if it wasn't these teams, one if we still got the Caps again or we got the Pens, I wouldn't be upset. Like I still love it because it's still good hockey. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's a it's a breath of fresh air, and it just means. Next year, watch the fuck out for these wild card teams, for these teams in the bottom of the pack. It's mm-hmm. so good for the game because now you're getting markets that are bigger. Carolina, holy shit, they just rejuvenated their market when they could have think they were getting talked about getting moved. Blues are like, legitimately becoming a huge market for the NHL. I mean, look at even yeah. fucking Barstool Sports, the way that they talk about the Blues. I mean, they're even start they're selling their ugly ass shirts. Don't get me yeah. wrong. <laughs> but they're starting to sell blues shirts. Like right. blues hockey? You're telling me you have more blues hockey sh- t-shirts to- for sale than Cardinals shirts on Barstool Sports? Right. What? Like the Blues are becoming a huge market and fuck, look how many games we were on NBC this year. We get the right. All-Star game next year. Yep. I mean, we like, had the win- we had one of the best winter classics. Yeah, the Blues I are mean, legitimately becoming a major market for the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, so, and this is what you want. I, I just wanted to add that because people are complaining and blah, blah. It's like you're just not a true fan if you don't understand how awesome this is. Yep. How good it is. Like, unless you're not a true hockey fan, unless you realize, holy shit, this is great stuff. Right. This is incredible. This is why it's the best sport because it's not this, It's not predictable. It's not the Golden State Warriors are going to run through everybody or okay or whoever. It, it, this isn't that. That's why it's so fucking good. So shut up, watch the playoffs, <laughs> and fucking enjoy it, you stupid idiots stupid fucks and my third (laughs) 
my third, uh, I'm going to have a tie here. Uh, thank you, MCU. Because, uh, you know, just what a hell of a run that's been. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. And also, my three play Gloria. Let's go. Let's go, Blues. I realized all three of mine were just blue stuff. I got just, I'm just amped up for the night. I'm just amped up. I should have even said shout out to the Canes or something. I don't fucking know. But just shout out playoff hockey. That's, that's that's why I shout out just the entire first round. Yeah, that's my over. That's my overtime goal. Shout out playoff hockey. All right. Well, anyway, you can follow Offended on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope at Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation on all social media platforms as well. Uh, go to www.prowrestlingtees.com, search Offended by our t-shirt. Uh, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, every Tuesday we have a Game of Thrones podcast reviewing the last episode. Obviously, it's a limited series, and it won't last like too much longer, uh, but that'll be out on fucking Tuesdays. We also have our weekly wrestling wrap-up, which will be out tomorrow for you wrestling fans. And normally we have our hockey talks which is separate from this, but we decided to put it on this episode just because it's a big first round, and I think that was a major story this past week was just the NHL playoffs. So yep. we decided to put it on the main show. Uh, all of those shows, including this one, are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and wherever you get your podcasts by searching Offended. That's all you have to do now. Love it. Subscribe, give us a five-star rating, all that jazz. Uh, make sure you go listen to our offended playlist exclusively on spotify at offended presents songs of the week and you can follow me on twitter or you can follow me on twitter instagram and periscope at trick 1042 you can follow stoutsy at jimmy james 9417 on instagram and twatter and james feast out on snapchat nice 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 all right buddy let's go blues i can't wait i'm going to the game later here we go for stoutsy or yeah for stoutsy i'm tricky (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ i'm hyped up right now First out, see, I'm tricky. This has been Offended, presented by PWP Nation. We'll see you next week. Bye. Let's go! Woo!